Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. It's your cousin Juju. And this is Ray Daniels, aka the culture referee. And this is the guy show. Tamara forgetting her role now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, is you wanna say it? I'm gonna say it. And before we get started, shout out to uh, our sponsors, Yoko Vodka. Shout out to Tote and Carry. Shout out to all the people watching the show. Like, subscribe. Do all of that shit for us, man, because it costs you nothing to do that. And that's the type of things that keep us giving you this great content. But today's show, we have a brother of mine who I have seen the journey from intern to president like firsthand. I remember when he was Shakir's assistant. I mean, Shakir's intern. Yep. I remember after Shakir passed away when he was on his own at Def Jam, man, he came to see me about brother. I don't even know if you remember that. I do. You came to see me about brother. And then, I, and then I seen him ascend to where he is now. You know, we talk all the time, and he's actually one of the dopest A&Rs in the game. So if you listening, listen to him talk. Some of these motherfuckers ain't fun. I'm going to let y'all know right now. <laughs> I actually have one of the smart ones. Everybody give it up for our Michigan brother. Yes. Dallas Martin. Let's go. Welcome to, welcome to the Blue Couch, my brother. Man, I'm so happy to you know, be I here. Think, I think, you know, you're the second person to come on here with a bigger chain than me. I'm start, I got to get my chain game up. <laughs> I got to get my chain game up. You know, when <laughs> Chevy had the big best glasses, I got to get my chain game up because Dallas, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm working here. Real. Yeah, I seen your house, nigga. Well, oh. we all spend our money different places. We all spend our money different places. But now that the house is straight and the house is paid off, I want to buy a chain now. Absolutely. I want to buy a chain. I want to buy a chain. But, man, thanks for coming on the show. Nah, and before I throw, the, throw it to Tamira, I just want to make sure y'all know the, the reason why I'm happy to have Dallas here is because when I started doing this, I stepped out, I jumped out of the porch on my own. And it was only a few of my peers that actually hit me when I started doing it and was like, bro, that's going to go. And Dallas was one of the first, probably the first, yeah. that actually hit me about what I was doing and was like, bro, I'm going to come fuck with you on this. So we here. Now let's get into it, Tamara. Man. Let's go. Thanks thank for you, having thank me, you. bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I, I just got to push the mic to you. Just oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, though. Because I, I know you're one of the smartest dudes here, and I also know you got that you got that that wolf in you. Like, you know, some people are great A&Rs, but they don't have that wolf. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That wolf where you like... This nigga gonna be blowing houses down and building his own shit in a few man. minutes. He a boss. He got you got that boss energy. You thank you. You man. carry what Shakir left. Man, you're, a, you're probably you and Boo. Maybe Dash. It's probably it's only a few ones that I got that Dash, energy. That got that boss energy. So yeah. welcome, man. Thank you, thank you. Welcome. Right, so you, Ray kind of actually already touched into it. So you started your career kind of interning over at Def Jam. What's yeah. your mindset when you go in there? Like I gotta work for free. I'm not getting paid. What is your mindset and why did you decide to do a Free internship. Man, it was crazy because I'm from a small city. I'm from Flint, Michigan. So my whole goal to come to Atlanta, I went to Clark Atlanta. My whole goal was to get into the music business and do A&R shit. Like, I wanted to be A&R since I was in high school. And I just kind of, like, looked up to people like motherfucking Russell, motherfucking Dame, um, shit, Master P, Baby, all them. I'm like, man, I want to just be really involved with this on the business side. I just love music so much. So when I got the opportunity to work at Def Jam, I would have worked for free forever, really, in the beginning, because I, I just love music. You know what I'm saying? People so, ain't doing that no more. Yeah, but that's the that's the problem with a lot of people. They don't want to put that that work in. Everybody wants to be paid. They want instant gratification. For me, I was just like, shit, I'm from Flint, nigga. I'm working at fucking Def Jam, nigga. And not what only, the fuck? And not only that, not only that, you to me, you're one of the only people that never cheated the process. Yeah. Like, I saw you, like, fighting for your artists, because what they... 
the music business is so different now. Yeah. It used to be cool as fuck. Yeah. And you could tell who was the coolest by who the artist was. Yeah. Right? So it's like. And it was hard to get in. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was, really, hard, it was, it was like hard club. to get in. Now yeah. it's like, now it's just like nerds and people who are in it and all they know is numbers and they think because they know numbers. You, the numbers are, numbers is a reaction. No one talks about that. That's what's way. fucking the game up. No, no one talks about that data is a reaction to an action. Yeah. And the music business has become reactive rather than active. Yeah. We used to tell you what was dope. Yeah. Now we sit back and you tell us what was dope. But it might be a joke. Yeah. You, people might be watching it because it's so, like, dog, it's a song called <laughs> It's So Cold to D. <laughs> it's so cold, cold in the D. D. See how we both know it? What? But here's the thing: we both know it, but we ain't gonna sign, sign that, that shit. shit. You know what I'm trying to say? But in this new music industry, if that shit came out today, featuring Sexy Red, what? They gonna, we gonna put we gonna put an artist on there. We gonna put that shit out. What? They gonna be like, let's turn up. It's oh, cold man. to D, right? Like, bro, that's a joke, my nigga. I don't think she thinks it's. You gotta hear it, Tamira, because. It's I, like, I'm literally about to leave And let me tell you something. If you listen to the song, one? the oh, mix amazing. is crazy because the hook is like her vocals are distorted. It's so loud. Oh, it's a girl. Oh, it's a girl. Oh, it's a girl. No, the video, she's walking through a graveyard <laughs> with kids. Nah, the video class. Bro, it's like. <laughs> where would I be in life that this song is played for me? Like, what is it? It was a joke. It's oh. literally like. You remember Young Cartier? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you say? Young Cartier. Bro, come on, man. It's crazy out here. Nah, but it's crazy. You came from the place of the real industry. And to me, I feel like that's why I feel like you're the di- last of a dying breed of those guys that look the part also. Yeah. Like, dog, let's, let's, before we get into the interview, let's take a couple minutes to acknowledge Shakir. Absolutely. That Amen. motherfucker was the nigga. That nigga was a superstar. Bro, he, he was bro, a superstar you, he, was, he was the, if I think superstar a bro, he, you knew the car he was driving. You, you see him in the parties. Sure. Yeah. He got the girls around him. He was like, dog, Shakir. And, and let me tell you my favorite thing about Shakir. He made sure he knew everybody's name. Yeah. Yep. So I never get. I was passing out. I was passing out flyers. Two thousand four, passing out flyers for Metro Boys, and everybody knew Shakir because he had the gray two door BMW. Yep. Shaka had the burgundy one, yep. and he had the gray one. Uh-huh. And he was pulled up in front of Vision in the gray one. I was like, man, that's Shakir. And he paused and he was yelling my name, but I'm like, who are you talking to back there? I'm, Nigga, that shit made my life, nigga. <laughs> that nigga said my name. Right? What's up, nigga? I'm talking to you. Like, we just gotta acknowledge he was. Nah, he was dope, Star. man. Yeah, you said he taught you how to carry yourself. Man, so a he bit taught more. me how to be an A&R. He taught me how to be a professional. He taught me how to really, like, you know, develop talent. You know what I'm saying? The trust in my gut. Believe in my vision. And, um, you know, and, and obviously, too, like, be the type of person that attracts talent as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be out here. You got to be in the streets. You got to be relatable. Yep. And people want to connect with you. Because nowadays, I don't really search for are they come to me now like yeah. like people be like how do you find your talent now i'll be like i literally people come to me now it's like crazy like so somebody come up to you rapping in the airport it's not even like all that, that. Oh, okay that's why i'm <laughs> like, it's like you about to have people but it, running but it's down like it's you. like it's like my relationships that i'm built over okay. the years from mm-hmm. everybody like like somebody like a lawyer or a manager or a dope producer they, mm-hmm. they're gonna be like yo we gotta let dallas see this shit this is yeah. like he'll know what to do with it not only that and, and we don't talk about this enough but I know who's dope and who ain't dope by how they carry this. Like, dog, I got two A&R guys right here. Yeah. I could look at them and tell they taste is different. Yeah. I could tell. 
I could tell he's more like you, more independent. Yeah, like like Ooh, like more more like, like Dallas likes the big shit. Like, like Dallas, it. like Juju is like I, I mean, like to spend it, other people's money. But here's the thing, though, <laughs> <laughs> he likes to tell you how to do it. No, seriously. But you can but you can just tell like we 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 don't realize we attract our tribe. Yeah, Absolutely. and Shakir to me was the first because as a young dude coming up, even for yourself, I you wanted to hang around him. Yeah, like and when he signed the artist, that was him saying this nigga's as fly and as fresh as me. Yeah, he's as dope as me. We don't have that no more. We got A and R dudes that's like, yo, I'm sorry, such and such. I'm like, you? Well, the data told me that he nigga, get the fuck out of here. You didn't sign nobody. Yep. You, dog, every time when I was at Warner, every time I saw Enemy Chopper, every time I saw him, he said the same thing. Damn, you be fresh, nigga. I better know. Yeah. I don't know what to wear, nigga. I'm gonna tell you what to say. Exactly. People don't understand how important fashion and yeah. music, like dog, Pharrell looks like his music. Yes. Yes. Tim looks. Dr. Dre looks like his music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know so what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like niggas don't like dog. Nigga, Kanye looks like his music. Yeah. Hov is what 55. I just, you saw that video where the dude ran up on him. It was like, like I take, take the, dinner. the dinner. But you saw how fresh that nigga was for 50. Like, Come on, nigga. That nigga be 55 this year. 54 this year. But I'm, I'm taking saying. that. I'm taking that dinner. I don't give a fuck with nobody. <laughs> what, saying, nigga? I want the dinner. <laughs> nigga, I'm just trying. All I'm doing at the dinner is trying to figure out how, when's the next one. Because I lost 500,000, right? I just want to be at the next time. I'm at the fucking dinner. Just let me know when I'm coming. Come These niggas be out here. But yeah, I, I want to take the time. And it was also one thing that I love that Shakir did. Him, one of the artists that he signed, and this is how life works, was... A nigga from Miami named Rick Ross. Yeah. When Rick Ross goes to do his label deal, that's when your career go on a run. And one of the main reasons why he looked out was because you were Shakir's he saw man. Me. Yeah. yeah, I saw you when he was in touch. You next. Yeah. That was like that. So that's to me that that's why I want to acknowledge him because even from the grave, he gave that he that last no, no, that, was that. that took off. Boy. And that really helped you take off to oh, a whole shit, nother that shit level. Changed my life, nigga. What nigga? What? I remember that. That's real nigga shit. And it was crazy because Ross recorded his first two albums at Hicko, mm-hmm. right here on yep. Bishop Street. Yeah, right there, right, right. Uh, so I used to be trying to get in that room every day, play beats. That nigga would kick me out every day. <laughs> For real? Every him and Gucci, yo, what you doing, little nigga? Get up out of here. <laughs> one day I heard that nigga said, "Man, I need some hoes today." I said. What? <laughs> Give me one second. I'll be right back. Ten bitches popped up to the studio. He like, like, yo, yo you my nigga. You my nigga. Hang out. Keep Dallas around. You got some beats, nigga. Go and play them shits, nigga. By the way, they don't do that. You're not a masters. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying. Do they don't care about. I'm fucking with y'all. Well, I, I, I had to do it because he did. I just I had to do it. I don't label bang, nigga. No, I, I, just had, I just had to do it, though. I just had to do it. I don't label bang. bang. So, 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 so now let's get into your career. Let's get into your career. Yeah. I got a question. Tamir, by the way, leaves, but I have a question. How okay. does it feel to be associated the A&R of the greatest intro in rap history? Man. And did you know when he made it, it was going to be the greatest intro? It was going to be a, it's like a Negro spiritual. Like it's way in the water and dreams and nightmares, my nigga. Man. You know <laughs> when it exactly was happening, it you knew it was going to be special. Yeah. But you ain't gonna know like that shit gonna play in the club for like the next 10, 15, 20 years How like as a highlight of the night. Like I can fly. How does it make you feel when you hear it knowing that damn that's Man. my legacy? Dog, it makes me like proud and like knowing I got my kids and shit to be like, yo, yeah. like that shit gonna play with my son in the club. Yes, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad, like, my dad was the, we was at the Satai Hotel going up, nigga. Like the crazy shit is like when it was happening, everybody just had that face like. Is this happening right now? Yo? Oh, when he was it? recording it. When he was recording it. Oh, wow. So y'all knew it was special. So he did the first part. Okay. The beat bully redid, like, he added the second part. So yeah. we just heard the beat. But when he did the, hold on, wait, wait a minute. minute. Y'all, 
Niggas was like, oh my God. We we spent the whole summer in Miami working on that album. My nigga's the best time of my life. But like that intro is literally gonna play forever. Like, like I take pride forever. in that they have, but I'm like, nigga, I don't have. You don't that, have that. That right. a, a, a mm. I got a chance to have the intro and the box. Hold on. No, no, hold on, hold on. And not only that, <laughs> I'm a boss. Like you I'm associated old. with some real classic shit. Yeah, yeah. Which one are you more proud of? The box or the intro? Mm. The box. The, I would say the intro. I wouldn't know why you guys wouldn't know why. I'm going to say that because that was something that I saw from scratch. You was there when he did it. I, I, I'm talking about Roddy. One yeah. Person. Like just signing something that you believe before in. Nobody. Below? I signed him. What do you sign? Oh, okay. It wasn't no down below before me, nigga. <laughs> okay. So you were part of the, the, the box in creating that. I wasn't part of creating the box. No, no, no not, not creating the box, yeah. but being the, being the A&R behind one of the most influential. I just, I just signed albums. a, yeah, yeah. Like, so basically, you know, like at the point where I was in my career at the time, I would, I would just finish up victory lap with Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. I was working on championships. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just to give you a little just taste a little of what sprinkle, I was doing sprinkle. that year. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Sprinkle. So with Roddy, you know what I'm saying. Kifa was um very instrumental, and that was somebody that I brought on that I work with. That um shout really, out to Kifa. I, shout I saw out you Kifa. grooming him the way Shakira. Shout out, yeah, that. shout out Kifa. So all I could take credit for is just knowing Roddy was going to be a superstar when I signed him, and just giving him the tools he needed to be successful. Just putting him in the room with the right producers, and just giving him stuff that he needed. But like Roddy, it just he never. Like his first mixtape, Feed the Streets 2, yeah. was all him by itself. He ain't had no feature. Mm. Yeah, that's down below. That's, yeah. I got a question though. Go ahead. So, coming off of that, a very successful first album. Yep. Oh, he, couldn't wait. he couldn't wait. Nah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, nah. We are journalists now. We are journalists now. Let's go. Start it up. Nah, because look, because look. I love this shit. On some real shit. Like, you can stand beside the artist, and the first one is a major win. Yep. But then the second one comes, and it's like it came after a period of time where you think, like, oh, he's locked in. He's, do, he's doing X, Y, and Z. Yep. But it's a disappointment to the fans. Okay. So how do you, like, as an A&R now, maneuver that to say, okay, I'm still standing beside you. I'm still supporting it. But we're still also elevating because I, I feel like Roddy, damn, it feels like, damn, I'm, I'm taking all the bullets by myself. Um, I mean, taking all the bullets by myself, I mean, I, I don't really know how to justify that. I, I, I was about to say, just jump in. Good. When they when they win, they take a majority of the money too. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, it's go ahead, Jadis, because I have I have experience too. But I want you to go because I don't want to leave. I'm you. always gonna stand by my artists. I still believe in them. I mean, sometimes you know what I'm saying. This is how it goes. You know what I'm saying. Like I feel like Roddy was uh, a 21 year old who made one of the best albums in history of hip hop. And that nigga went from probably having a thousand dollars in his bank account to motherfucking. 30 million in his account. So I think he probably was just trying to, you know, um, experiment with a sound. And I think he was learning himself. And, you know, you go through a lot of personal things when you, when your life changes that quick, you know what I'm saying? So do I believe that he could get back on top? Absolutely. Do I think, you know, people didn't receive the second project as well as the first? That's life sometimes. But here's the hard part. The hard part is, is that Roddy is riding in your Benz or whatever car you have. Is you and him, maybe a manager, maybe Kiefer, and y'all are trying to figure it out. And then explosion happens, and now you riding in his Lamborghini, 
And he got yeah. three cars behind him, chicks and shit. Yeah. So it goes from you kind of being the teacher yep. to almost like a mentor. Like, yeah. it, it, like now yeah. it's like now I don't want to. I, I might hear no, your shit teachers. Always, shit always changes when the artists get richer. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, the dynamic changes. Yeah, yeah, cause like it goes from like big bro to like nigga, bro. I'm rich as fuck. Nigga. Like bro, you ain't big bro no <laughs> more. What you talking about nigga. You know what I'm saying? And I, so and it, so it, it, gets, think, it gets a little tougher to have niggas' ears when you get to that level. Like, if you come here tomorrow and you got 50 million tomorrow, you might treat us different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You might be like, I ain't listening to these niggas. United Masters all the you. way up, nigga. Yeah, exactly. You know but, I, but, but I see, I think that's also the difference in, like, in no shade, but the major system and the distro system, right? Yeah. So you look at you look at a Big X. You look at what we got for Big X. I love Big X, the plug. <laughs> Big Shout X out. Big X is turned down $8 million deals. Yeah. Why? Because he's generating three, four hundred thousand dollars a month right yeah, now. Yeah, but but here's the thing though. So hold on. Go I ahead. say that to say I say that to say like mm-hmm. you we signed big X? Yeah. Great signing. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Um from the from the ground floor, like when you see him, Big X comes to you, he's like, Okay, we're doing X, Y, and Z. There's a story we, we helped build that story from the beginning mm-hmm. to where there's no switch up. Why? Because every every along the way, we were there with every bag that you started receiving and how we like we taught you what ownership was. Where I think from a major system, you're not teaching what ownership means. You're but here's the thing. But here's the thing. Ownership, that's a key word. Owning your position. If you're independent, you know everything is on you. Yeah. When you're on a major label, you feel like they like because they partners, it's it's a different relationship. Like we partners now. Yeah. So it's harder. And then he's outside, he's seeing the world. Another thing is that, and no shade, like you said, but Big X don't have a song that the world knows. Yeah, right? he's not a household so, name. So, so he's making great yeah. money, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But he's making great money, but part of his income is the money he's making from y'all. Yeah. So y'all a big part of his income. So if he's making three or 400000 a month from y'all, that's huge to him. Yeah. But ain't nobody on a major out- label making three 400000 a month. Yeah. They getting paid every nine months. Whenever, every six months Correct. and they don't and they also don't know what it is so it's I'm telling you the hardest challenge is making someone listen after they made it that's the hardest challenge like super hard I, that's the and I'm talking about like and Roddy has one of the biggest rap songs of all time of all time yeah he gonna probably look at Dallas like bro let me show you how to go there <laughs> Now, sometimes Dallas gotta be like oh and I'm not saying this happened I'm just saying I've been there it's like oh you know better than me okay yeah, Take my hands off the wheel. Yeah, yeah, you and then you got to let, let them flop yeah. or fly. Regardless of what, you can't. The worst thing you can do is be in the room fighting them. Because yeah. then what's going to happen? I don't want Dallas in my shit. He's trying yeah, to treat yeah, me yeah. like a little nigga. I'm yeah. a big nigga now. And now, and the label ain't going to fight for Dallas. They're going to be like, yo, Dallas, sit down. <laughs> yeah, it's a want, hard dynamic, like, though. Who you, want, who you want to work this? It's like, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like pro sports. Like coaching a pro team is way harder than coaching a college team. You coaching players, half the players got more money than you. Yeah. Nigga, they could come, and when you're in college, nigga, you could be like, you want to get kicked out? Yep. You want to go home today, nigga? Yeah. It's a different relationship. That's why some people succeed in college, and I think being independent is like college. We know what we're here for, and we also know that it's not going to last forever. Yeah. Like, eventually, Big X is going to want to go to another level, and either you guys are going to have to change your business model yeah. and hire a promo guy. If he wants to be a global superstar. Yeah, if he wants to be a global superstar, because right now he's I mean, a successful you know, artist. No, I'm just be being like Texas. we do this shit every day. You know He's a successful artist. You know, shut up. Be <laughs> streams, be streams in less than you know. No, no, I'm, no, no. By the way, I'm I'll take you the fucking one. <laughs> By the way, I'll take exactly, you the one. Nigga. I'm happy exactly. with either one. What up, everybody? This is Ray Dangs, aka the Culture Referee. 
you already knew that. But what you didn't know about Abet is a new distribution company called Two Loss Distribution. They're the most technologically advanced distributor in the world. They distribute your music to more stores than any distributor out there. And they only charge you $3 a month. Yep, $3 a month. And they don't charge you any money to collect your royalties. So you get 100% of your royalties. Y'all know how some of them distribution companies be asking for, you know, it's distribute with us, but they take 20%. These guys don't take any of that. They charge $3 a month to distribute all your music. And if you use the code GODS, which is on being on the bottom of the screen, when you add your discount code, you get three months free. So... If you're looking for distribution, you need distribution, you're looking for the best distribution company to work with, Two Loss is the fastest growing distribution company out there. Mess with them. Tell them Ray sent you. You're going to get some money off. But I'm saying one is college and one is pros. It's pros and cons to the independent and the major. So I'm not saying one is better than the other. It just depends where you're at in your career. What would you, you say the next pros and cons of being independent is? And you got to spend American. all your money. You got to really work your stuff. You got to hire your, your your marketing, your publicity. You got to like source out everything. And it's really on you to um really, you know, being able to take your shit to the next level. That means being on the big award shows, the late night television, touring at a major level um, and just having all the fun in that. You know, what I'm saying with a major, they fund all that for you and they have a million departments that their main focus is to blowing you up and making you a big star. So I think, I think, I think, and this is this is a perfect. I like this, I like this conversation. Like, I, want I think so. One of the one of the great things too I, at UM, I built the label business, right? Okay. So we actually do have a label business where you still own your masters. Okay. But our, the your events is not going to be as big as uh, what you can go get at Atlantic. Okay. However, the reason Big X can sit there and turn down four, five, six million dollars is because if we give him two hundred fifty thousand dollars up front. I think the only reason he turned that down because y'all got him in a contract. I no, think no, he no, want to no, get no, out. I, just, I, I think he wants that. to no, get no, out. No, no, I actually no, no. talked to him yesterday. No, no, no. Good luck. I thought he was telling him. I was like, good luck. No, I'm talking. Good luck. I thought it's quiet. Hey, Juice. Right. Hey, nigga, I'm interviewing Dallas, nigga. This nigga mentioned your name. They don't play with me, nigga. If I give you 250K, if I give you 250K and I tell you, hey, we're only going to collect 90%. Oh, we're only gonna take ten percent. You still take the ninety, uh-huh. and now you're. We you talk about this. We playing the streaming and long game where I can tell you, hey, off off your royalties, you're gonna get paid X amount of dollars monthly. Yeah, you talking about you talking about the royal the but, monthly stuff. That's cool, but it's a ceiling to independent. No, I think not. No, think there's a no, ceiling. no, 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 no. He's not wrong. There's a, there's a ceiling unless. But and there's nothing wrong with making. It's, it's none. It's I nothing wrong to be like a local superstar. I gotta ask you a question. I gotta ask you a question. You want to be a global superstar? Brent Fire is global star. Brent Fire is not a global superstar. But he's getting here. He is not a global superstar. Come on, man. Ray, are we? Let, Brent Fires is, is, is not, not a global superstar. He's a global artist, probably, but he's not a global he's, superstar. Okay, global artist. Okay. Nigga, Usher's a superstar. But I'm gonna keep it real. Brent Fires, I mean, he put in some real work though over the years. Absolutely. I mean, this ain't like a United Master sign him and develop him. You know what I'm saying? Like this is probably what 10, 10, 10 years, right? Ten years. Yeah. That's but but, but my work. point is, is that Brent Fires now wants to be that. But right. I want to ask you a question: the, Do you guys? You think Brent Fires could be bigger if he was on a major? No. Because we we offer I agree. so you, you you think about you think about how Brent even and understanding who Ty was at the, at the time mm-hmm. they go get money from we 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 specialize in brand deals right yeah. so instead of we're not going to spend Warner's million dollars mm-hmm. we're gonna go to Delta and get Delta's million dollars and now say hey you're now going to back this no commitment on the back end and the artist now is getting the same amount of money but we're going and finding them, we're creating household names with brands. Gotcha. So now you talk about from a label system, you have to go hire the people to figure out how to put them in a household where we're like, okay, we're partnering with the brands that are already in your household. Okay. That's true. So but, like, but, but, but the answer, he wouldn't be as, 
Okay, so my thing is this. The major labels don't have the patience for Brent. No. They wouldn't. That's, so that's, that's another thing we got to stop. We got to stop doing. We got to, because some artists are geared more for being independent. Like Tech 9 for example. Yeah. He's making 50 million a year probably, independent as fuck. If he was on a major label, they would be trying to figure out how to go bigger, how to get me a radio record, how to do this. Yeah, and they will fucking shit up. So as an artist, you got to know what you think your ceiling is. Yeah. Because there hasn't been a global superstar from rapper. I know Beyonce from Texas. There hasn't been a global superstar from Texas. Rap superstar. Hasn't been one. Travis Scott? Travis. Travis yeah. is from Texas. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Does he... Rep is he yes. Texas? Yeah. No, 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 Texas. no, no. What I mean by that is like it's not, Travis Scott. You don't feel like you don't feel like he's just Texas. Travis Scott yeah. is equivalent. Hold on, hit me yeah, up yeah, quick. Travis Scott is equivalent to Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi Nobody is from Atlanta. from Atlanta. We know he's from Atlanta, yeah. but he's not Ti and him. We yeah. know he doesn't. He didn't make. He didn't play by those rules. Not like two chains. Yeah, he's not like two chains. As you know, he's from Old National, and he's from the South Side. By the way, I give you one better. I think now, and I think what's was it was interesting now is like, and mind you, I don't label banging none of that shit. But yeah. literally, I think majority of the superstars, I think majority more superstars are gonna be made from an independent side than they will be from a major label. And the reason I that's say true. That, look at Bad Bunny. Look at Ozuna. Look at just look at. Uh, these artists that are international stars, they're mm. literally coming in on a JV with the Orchard or with sure. the UM, and like from from a branding from for a sure. perspective, for sure, we have more we have more reach to be able to say, okay, we don't have ties to anything. For gotcha. sure, but hit me out though. Gotcha. But that is all based on the artist. That yeah, is all it, based it, on how the artist yeah, is and how they and get. It's a case by case business. Like some mm-hmm. artists. Are, like Master P should not be with a major label. Like he didn't think about it. Yeah. His shit was streets, but Roddy does. Uh, I don't think NBA Youngboy shouldn't be on a major. Yeah. He should be United Masters. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. he would he would be probably making five million a month from his music if he was on United Masters. But he hey, went man, he signed to Universal. Yeah. Kodak the same way. Yeah. Some artists don't need it, but if you are an artist that that need has universal appeal and you need everybody fucking with you, a major label is the best way. But if you're an artist that wants to control your, but the major label also don't give a fuck about your plan. They'll say it all day. Oh, you want to drop an album, a classic in June? That's cool. Yo, Dallas, we need that shit by March Man, because that's how we're going to make our fucking quarter, numbers. Baby. Get that, get that. Like, you <laughs> know, like, it's like we got to make our fiscal year and that, yeah. that's important. So major labels also don't give a fuck about this. So I think it's really apples to oranges, but it's really, do you like apples and do you like oranges? More yeah. than it is apple because... It's hard out here, man. That's oh, why yeah. I think I sit. I think I sit in a place where it's like, you want to be a major, go to major. Majors just have high expectations, and they have no patience. Yeah, especially nigga, now. No patience, nigga. Like, especially now. Nigga, they don't give a fuck about you. They're like, we need that hit, Nigga, baby. we need that what hit. Nigga, we need the streams, nigga. <laughs> and United Masters, that's not y'all model. Y'all, y'all model is brands. Mm-hmm. So guess what y'all doing? Y'all working, y'all move. Everybody working their job. Everybody working their one, too. Y'all just got paid first. Right. They get paid back. <laughs> I, y'all already got y'all partnership yeah, with Delta. Yeah, y'all got some dope success stories. So I ain't, you know, I ain't trying to front on. And y'all competing with the majors right now. Yeah. yeah. Dallas, if you could work for an independent um, label right now, I would never work for another label again in my life. Ever? After, yeah, after. Why? What's making you? Make I think I think I put too much work in to like make money for people. Like I think it's just time to like focus on me and bet on myself. When you start sure understanding that. how much money is made. Oh my God. When you start realizing that the box pro- pro- alone probably made Atlantic 30 million. 
Yeah. And they that one song, not the album, by no, the way. One song. That one song. Because you know what I know? Because it's labels clear masters, too. So I didn't notice. And I, it was no sample. Oh, crazy. Oh. So it made crazy so money. Go in the pocket. It made crazy money for Atlantic. And then you start realizing your percentage. You got and then you start realizing. I start realizing it after I made a lot of people rich. Mm-hmm. I start making a lot of people rich that I taught the game, that learned from me. And I start seeing motherfuckers get richer than me. But what was and the I, light bulb moment like? Oh, that was the moment. <laughs> that, is there a specific moment? Right. I can't say specifically, yes. Okay. But I definitely had to take a step back and be like, "It's a lot of motherfuckers getting rich around me, man." You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm very responsible. All for they this do is shit. hedging their bets. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like people were just in different positions than me, which you know, at first you would look like. Like this person ain't gonna make it, and then they we get a hot artist, and we get an and be like, oh, this motherfucker rich as hell now. You yes. know what I'm saying? So it just learning the business and just you know knowing your value and your worth. You know what I'm saying? And it's also something very, and I can say this, and I'll be honest, it's something very sexy and easy about working with a major. Dallas can lead. Dallas don't even have to say Dallas Martin, and this is what I did. He can say. Atlantic Records, EVP, Dallas Martin. And that, and that importance on how people treat you. Yeah. And to me, it takes a certain level of success in the system and confidence yeah. to say, I want to be my own man. Like, I remember when I was working at Epic and I walked in the room, Epic is in the building. When I worked at Interscope, Interscope's in yeah. the building. And yeah. I'm at Warner. Warner's in the building. And I'm yeah. like, I'm the same person. Yep. And when I come in the building, that changes the energy of the building yeah. so for me it's like when am i going to change the energy for my fucking self yeah and that's what hit me like you start getting too comfortable yeah, with that shit that, that check you know that salary saying? keep coming in and then you start realizing you got a your friend these little niggas is richer than you and they get to leave <sighs> they get to come see you when they want to come see you they, Absolutely. you know what i'm trying to say right yeah, when niggas like yeah. when a niggas coming and he's like you know like like dallas i need you like Where's the corporate car? You coming? We want to go to Mastro's tonight. And then they can do it themselves now. Yeah. Now it's like, damn, y'all don't need me. Damn, nigga. Hey, man, let me go they do my own no motherfucking nigga, thing. Nigga. buying the Mastro's now. What, nigga? So what that, that happened to me. And I remember I'm like, and then another thing is, and I ain't, I'm just speaking because yeah. this is what I went through. That phone stopped ringing. That's why I know for a fact Dallas called me. Because yeah. you remember the people that was nice to you. Because everybody trying to figure out what's your next move. Yeah. And how can it benefit them? Yeah. So when you like, I'm going to try to figure it out, you really on your own. It's like, oh, okay, nigga, I'll see you later. So having somebody from the inside, like, yo, nigga, keep going, mm-hmm. is a compliment because when you're on the inside, nigga, it's, nigga Dallas is living motherfucking Fort Knox life. <laughs> when he, not, he know it. You know what I'm saying? And like, but, you know, when you go to the outside, now you calling niggas, I'm Dallas. Fuck with me. And you got to go back to that. But it got to be like, nigga, I'm Dallas Martin. Nigga. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, trying to say absolutely. it can't be like, hey, I'm Dallas. It got to be a nigga, I'm Dallas, nigga. You yeah. know the fuck I am? You better come fuck with me. And not only that, you have the relationships. Yeah. You can tap into your superpower. Yeah. So, yeah. The relationships is everything. You know what I'm everything. saying? So, and even like with you, I was just like, man, this nigga, man, like he really is betting on himself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that shit is inspiring. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. You know I wasn't betting on myself. <laughs> I, I, I was, but that was my, my thought process was, I'm not gonna go beg. I'm not gonna. I'm too good to beg for a job. Yeah. I'm too good at what I do. And sometimes so, niggas get too good. Yeah. And, and then I was just like, niggas get scared. I'm gonna just start talking online, and hopefully somebody in LA and New York could be like, "Yo, I just saw Ray Smart. Call him." I didn't realize until Revolt last year, 
And I went outside and it was like, I couldn't take five steps. Yeah. Everybody was trying to talk to me and take pictures. And I'm like, nah, that's not why I did this, y'all. Yeah. Because you know you don't want that. You, yeah. You know this. Like, yeah. when you start becoming that nigga, you also got to worry about insecure artists. Yep. Oh, like, man. Come on, nigga. I already know. Niggas oh. don't want you to have this. You, you got, they Boy. see you having shit they don't know about. Man. Uh, hitting they stylists. Like, why my A&R know? Like, yeah, it's just start, a hard they, game. They start tallying everything you got. Like, they mm. bought everything you got. Oh, nigga, nigga, they start thinking they, they like, bought everything. Oh, you just yeah, bought a new car? Look like, at that oh, bonus shit. from my song, yeah, nigga. Yeah, but my, exactly. Now you got to remind the nigga, I was here before you. You know, I did the greatest intro of all time. Like, you just start telling the nigga that. Then it's like, too, with like the younger artists, too, it's like, it's like always like a level where they think they you trying to flex on them just by being mm. you. Like I'm confident in myself. I'm confident in my spirit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always going to be the same person. So a lot of niggas can't handle that because a lot of people are insecure. And not only that, yeah. I was going to tell you what, what, what I, what the reason, another reason why I started this show was that I was like trying to figure out, cause I'm like, I think the major label system is in fucking trouble. Yes. Like I think they're in like, I, if they're not in there right now, huddled up saying, how are we going to change our business model, they fucked. They lost the art of developing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's yeah, what I mean. So like now, the, the the more artists get signed every day that don't get to a second successful single, or let alone an album, the yeah. more they lose their cachet. So they, the more I do like Juju can say, shit. It's the more because the labels aren't doing the major shit. Yeah. So I would sit down with artists and I would be like, I worked at a major label. Like, what's the secret? It's no secret. They do the same thing for everybody. It's just your shit worked. You should figure out a way to make your shit work. So when they do come, you ain't got that. Yeah. It was like, how? I'm like, yo, tell your story. Like, just use TikTok to tell your story. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna show you. And I was, I, I, it was about three or four artists that I made a pact with. I said, I'm gonna be consistent with content, but you gotta be consistent with content too. Yeah. And then I started realizing a month in, they wasn't consistent. Then yeah. it's like, well, shit, I, I kind of ain't got no choice right now. I'm gonna <laughs> got them keep going. And then all of a sudden, it becomes what it is, which is still shocking to me, but. It's just a a lot of man. these new artists don't even want to promote their own music. They want to be, yes, they want to be cool to their music. It's like they feel like they too thirsty. Like I couldn't imagine making a song and not posting that motherfucker every day. You gonna every listen day. to my it's shit, nigga? I don't give a, a fuck. Different way, don't a follow different, me, nigga. Nigga, Wait, a I, different way. You gonna hear this motherfucker? I, I worked hard on this shit. Can an artist ask for more artist development for their label? Like, is that a thing? Like, I think so, most artists feel like they develop. Yeah, oh, I don't really. Yeah, I think most artists. Most artists feel like, shit, if they got the record deal, nigga, they good. They don't got to listen to people. Mm. I'm about to say, that was one of, one of the things, too, that I'm realizing is fucked up with a lot of young A&Rs. They don't know music. Yeah. So if the A&R well, don't, don't know taste. music. Yeah, they don't have taste. Yeah. Or they don't know the music. So literally, yeah. they can't. Bro, analytics. It, we got to a point where it was data-driven. Analy- analytics and relationships. Yeah. And, you know, some of these, all you got to do is go in there and, you know, it's very easy now. Yeah, kiss a little ass. Look the right color. Yeah, they don't want to be threatened. Like a lot of people that's in these, these top-tier positions, they don't want to be threatened. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard for them to have these young people that's hungry and that's going to outwork them and, you know, have that success and that talent. So they, they choose very wisely who they put in these positions. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to just say y'all this. You want to know the secret why the music industry, why artists lose in majors? Because they get in advance. They think that money never going to stop coming. They go broke three or four months later. Now they've established a lifestyle. And now they need more money. And now every decision they're making is based on money. They like, so now it's like, I need this. Yo, I can't. Like, so now every decision they're making is they're trying to figure out how to get money. Yo, so now instead of Dallas saying, yo, we're going to drop the ZP. We know it's going to get you this many um, streams, but then we're going to come with another one. So Dallas is giving you an 18-month plan because he gave you 18 months worth of money based on how you was living. Yeah. <laughs> and you just spent that 18 months worth of money in three months. 
Now you're looking at Dallas like I need more money. I need a publishing deal. I need this. And now Dallas like yeah. nigga, I. I gave I gave a young artist man a million dollars in his pocket man the first time I ever did it. Do you know this nigga just bought jewelry, cars, and he didn't invest one nothing in himself. He didn't do no motherfucking publicity for himself. He ain't go get some records. He ain't do nothing. Then when the money ran out, this nigga was like, "You ain't do enough for me." Yes, I'm like nigga. I gave you a million motherfucking dollars. Yes. That's the hard part. That's the part. That's another reason why major labels have to change their system. Do because you move forward with them? Like, after I gave you a mill, you blew it on whatever you, you wanted to. Do I still work with you after that? If I you drop, then the answer is no. If right. you're not dropped. <laughs> if you're not dropped. Nigga, if you can't get hot with a million dollars, nigga, we <laughs> in the wrong that's business. Nigga. But if you're not dropped. But I'm saying that's the hard part for, like, the majors. You give somebody a check. Dog, you know what I mean? Niggas, I done give, gave checks to and then watch them lose, blow the money. Because another thing is, once you get my money, you can't tell them shit. Oh, you almost got to give them a month grace period to fuck it up. You almost got to give them a month. Like, they don't want to... Man, you don't understand. Man. It's, I know you love it. Oh, my God. That's the, to me, that's the funniest part of what we do. It's like giving somebody a check and watching Watch them change. Oh, my God. I don't even want to get on that subject right <laughs> I, I do, nigga. I want you to tell... I want to hear it. Because here's the thing. This show is for... I think every artist I don't work with broke my heart, my nigga. Oh, every that last is, one. That is so Every bad. artist. Like, like at some level, just like, damn, Everyone. my nigga. Like, where me? Everyone. So why keep going if this is such a heartbreaking Because deal, it's business. Yeah, it's business. Separate I can't, I can't... At this point in my career, I expect it. Mm. Like, I'm at some point, I'm like, I'm like... At some point, it's going to happen, but, you know, you got to keep that shit pee. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's business. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Wayno was on here. To, like, I yeah. called Wayno after. I saw he's like, you know, these artists aren't your friends. Yes. It, it's hard to, like, because you put so much into this this process with the artists. you with them every day. You want to see them win. And y'all do become friends. friends. But you're not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no. Well, well, friends is secondary. Yeah. The business is first. Yeah. Mm. And another thing he ain't saying is that they do everything in their power to try to prove to him that they're not like the last one. And when you help them get to a certain level, they want to prove to you that they could do it without you now. Yep. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nigga, you ain't do all that. Like, like it's very rare that you see an artist be like, this nigga helped me with this. Mm. He helped mold me. He helped me create my sound. Like, you never see that. Them niggas would be like. Nigga, I'm the that was me. Too much, the fuck? Right. Yeah. fuck that nigga. And then once you go on and you still go up, that's like an ex girlfriend watching you be happy with another bitch. <laughs> yeah, like my, like oh, my nigga, she like, got, she wished death on your ass. Yeah, my, my biggest thing for my career was like being able to keep doing it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because like nobody could ever take this shit away from me now. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's never gonna be like, oh, he only had this artist. Like, I literally make it a point to keep breaking my fucking new artist so you can't say shit about me. And ain't, ain't, you ain't never gonna put one artist on my name. Hmm. Nigga, you. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like, you know, you can drop the bomb at that. We don't have a bomb. We gotta drop you the motherfucking bomb at that. Oh, that no, nah, I'm telling you, this is a hard. That's why I always say ARs catch too much slack in this game. It's like ARs catching slack is like a woman catching slack for not finding a man. It's like, oh, you can't find a man. It's like, you know how hard it is to find a good nigga out here? Like, you know how hard it is to find a loyal artist a talented loyal artist who's gonna do their job that has a manager that's gonna do their yeah, job yeah. that's gonna come in and focus that's Most gonna allow you to do your job yeah nigga that shit is like hitting the lottery i probably met like two or three people in my whole career that like just been stand up just people throughout the whole process you know what i'm saying nipsey was one of them 
I can name another different. few. Yeah, Nipsey was like one of those people. Like, if you ever see any interview with Nipsey, he'll tell you everybody that's been part of the process who helped him get there, who um like kind of gave him direction. Like he he'll tell you all that. Like he was never afraid to give it up. Yeah, that's rooted in confidence, though. Yeah, absolutely. I got you. Have to be a different level of confidence to feel like me shining light on Dallas doesn't. Yeah, take that like from me. Cause some niggas are, and not only that, uh, we ain't got to get into it. But <laughs> Dallas knows this. There's some artists that feel like their win and them getting rich is putting you on. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, we right? Talked about this. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this. We yeah. feel like, nigga, yeah. hey, nigga, I don't know what you made. You're lucky I let you ride the ride, nigga. Go. No, seriously. Like they so, look at it like, yeah, go ahead. You know, like my biggest thing, my like my fear is like when um I be with an artist and a motherfucker be like. Damn, Dallas think y'all did that, boy. You did that project? Yo, y'all niggas killed that Dallas. Oh, man. I'm like, it's about to be over. Nope. This I, nigga be like, I don't want that nigga name associated yeah. with my success because everybody wants that shit to themselves. Every artist, they have like a, a level of just of like of self, like they just self-absorb. And there's nothing wrong with it because that's how they become superstars sometimes. But them motherfuckers, they do not want nobody name attached to their success. It, and and it's it just, it's very rare that they like, hell yeah, that nigga helped what? Shout out to him, he signed me, man. Yeah, shout out to him, he did that for me, yeah. Man, them niggas be like, man, who? What? Selfless. Nigga, I put me on. Because they don't understand it was a machine working. Like, that nigga wouldn't be here without me. And then they go through that sophomore flop. And then people that'll, start that'll looking like, you. what the? Nigga, you ain't got to tell me what happened. Pie comes you used to quick. come to the studio. No, you ain't got to tell me what happened. We don't know who no one is until they're rich. And in yeah. our business, we, our job is to make you rich. So we don't know who you are until you're rich. That means everything we do is a gamble. We praying now, like this nigga millionaire now. Oh no, he gonna greet me now. I hope he. Nigga. A lot of a lot of people, my friends, like because I got I only really associate with like my real friends yeah, from sure. like college people I grew up with and shit. And like they always be artists like that I signed like in the beginning. They like damn that motherfucker's so cool. They so I'm like, let's just see how they act when they get that bag. Let's let's see like you know what I'm saying. And hopefully you know what I'm saying they don't. But like more than likely they change. But it's because a lot of things. A lot of people in their ear. A lot of people. They're getting a different kind of level of just like love from people that they never received, and you know, having fans and people just girls on from high school. They hit the oh, girls they hitting everything. They hitting everything. See, that'll change. And somebody. by the way, a lot of it is rooted in chicks too. Oh, that's why I got married, nigga. A lot of because not no, I'm for real. Like, let me tell you the worst thing that could happen. This happened to me, by the way. An artist you sign, smash something that you smashed three or four years. Ago. Yep. Now they think they're on your level. Oh, I'm fucking the, the same chicks as you, nigga. We on because I'm man, telling you, am I tripping, <laughs> nigga? I'm telling, I'm telling you, it'd be shout out my chicks. wife. Yep. <laughs> real talk, nigga. Nah, nigga, you got to say that, nigga, because <laughs> saying that means they like, okay, come in, nigga. All it takes is him to walk out the room and the girl man. be like, who is he? He seemed like he got power, nigga. Ain't shit, that nigga. One thing I learned early was never fuck with an artist with none of the friends of the girl. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, I stay away. That's a fact. I don't want no smoke, nigga. Cause they, I, I live a different way. So, what if you have a problem with one of your artists in a relationship that they're in? Do, you, do what you, you mean? Like, say your artist is about to date somebody. Oh, okay. they are. You, oh, they are dating someone, uh-huh. right? And you just think like this is not a good look for you. Are Ain't you got gonna, nothing to do with me? Oh, I don't talk about it. In, that I'm pillow talk it. is different. I don't get. In the, I don't get in the business. Uh, that pillow I talk that different. Early in my career, you, you do that one time. They tell that girl, and she got some power. And, and then they manage to get married or some shit. Nope. Nigga, she gonna remember you yeah. wanted me gone. Then I done had artists that dated superstars. You definitely don't want that smoke with them. Mm-hmm. They had you. Oh man. So where do you draw the line with your personal feelings with their artistry and like you know what I ain't touching that. 
I don't get involved with nothing on the personal level it with the artist. Sound, nigga, that's your business. We just doing music. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what you got going on. I'm not when your it father. Comes to that. I'm yeah, not like, <laughs> but A and R's tend to, especially when you sign younger artists, y'all tend to get into that fatherly role. Listen, I I, I mentor artists, like mentor. you know what I'm saying. Like I, but I don't. If you need information, I give it to you. I'm not. I'm not about to overextend myself. Nigga, it's a hard game. Yeah, cause you, it's like a level, it's like a balance you gotta have. Like you still have to be, cause one thing you can't do is act like you don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. So when they do get money, they're like, man, that nigga ain't even fuck with me when I ain't had no money and no hits. I got it now, fuck him. Yep. So you like, you gotta just listen, man. It's tough. It's a real balance. What do you think your biggest? Don't go not answering that phone, no oh, niggas. Oh no, you don't answer that phone, no niggas. They like, oh, and then, oh, and then man. they telling you they big drink. Yo, Dallas, I want you to get Jay Z on this song. Oh man! Uh-oh, and then I'll be waiting for the manager. I'm in the room. I wait for the manager in the room to shut it down. Like I wait for the manager to be like, "Nah," and the manager be like, "Yeah, man, ain't, they want." Ain't, I ain't met a good manager in a long time, baby. Nah, actually, the best managers are A and R's because man. they know the game. Like you know what? Because we see that the the manager sees it through the ecosystem of the artist's eyes, so they can't understand. And that's how they get paid. Yeah, so they so, so they, they only really care. Like my me as a, me being a good manager, I think hurt my guys from being bigger. Because if they were bothered by something, I was too. Absolutely. Even if I didn't agree with it, I had to handle it. So yeah. if they didn't like something, I had to fight for them. Yeah. Because if I don't fight for them, they like, why the fuck are you my manager if you're not yeah. gonna go fight? Even if they're wrong, you still gotta fight. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta build. You, yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta damn then be in the I got room. From the Interscope office for six months for an artist. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was on the, I was on the like. <laughs> Don't enter from <laughs> over, over some juice the front. So Interscope owed us a bag going into Christmas. They owed, they owed my producer like two hundred fifty k. I said, hold on, if it'd been like twenty five hundred, all right, we could let it slide. They owed us two hundred fifty k in um <laughs> in invoices. They put out a whole documentary. We were the lead singer on the documentary. We were uh, a, a, a very important part in the, in the movie. We had three songs in the movie. They done cleared that shit with HBO and everything. Oh, boy, y'all got me fucked up. Somebody owe us a bag somewhere. Now we're going to get this bag for Christmas. They're like, oh, this is December 6th. So, you know, though, everything <laughs> about the Nigga, but I was like, I said, no, 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 no. I got to teach you something, though. You expose yourself. <laughs> you just expose yourself. How? No, not you. No, no, not to me, not to us. Mm-hmm. I'm saying in that scenario, you expose yourself. You're telling the label, I need $250,000 in the last month oh, no, 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 of no. the year. No, 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 no. So this is, so the conversation started in November. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Y'all niggas don't got no air in here. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I told you under the light. <laughs> By the way, they cold Damn. over there. Y'all cold, right? Sheesh. So they listen, that's why I tell you, they freezing over there. I was like, turn the air on. I told you these fucking I lights. feel shit. Nah, nah, but I was going to tell you, when you're exposing yourself from a label standpoint, this nigga is pressuring me to give him a $250,000 check in December. Thank you. Nigga, when I can give you the $250,000 check, Next month? Oh, you don't have the money. No, 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 no. Mm. But hold on, hear me out. Hear me out. No, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in but general. That's how they will receive it. The only reason you pressed it because the documentary. That's why y'all fuck with majors, though. Oh no, no, that's not. <laughs> 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 hey, we don't. Shot. We don't run up. We don't run up a couple bags. With, with, <laughs> but but from my, from my standpoint, like literally, you you dropped the documentary in the beginning yeah. of November. You yeah. didn't clear none of that shit with us. Mm. Yeah. We didn't even have a contract on the table about what what our percentage was for the sink. Yeah. So I got to deal. With, we're in the middle of trying to renegotiate a publishing deal at the end of uh, Q. Q3, yeah. going to Q4, we negotiating a new publishing deal. So I know this falls in that. I, so I'm trying to get my books cleared before top of the year because I know there's other thick shit on the <laughs> way. I'll, I'll give me so that let, money. Let me ask you a question. So like you, um, you know, you preach the United Masters stuff. Does it bother you 
to see all the work that you put in and you and you not getting them checks like them artists? Well, we on a percentage. I'm on a percentage, but like our whole shit is different. Like, like I said, we when I say we're building our label system, yeah, we have the same. Like, I'm collecting points as well. Yeah. You got equity too. Yeah, I have, equ- I have equity okay. United Masters. That's so, dope. like, everything that I'm building, like we we in this last two years, where I have on our label service, we turned into a twenty million dollar business. Our That's label true. business, just a la- not distro, just label. I mean, equity is important. Yeah, so like so I'm, I'm on equity. So like yeah. I literally like. So now I, I know why you go so hard. Yeah, because hell yeah, I'm like, it's, it's, it's your shit. It's I play for the team I own. I we go public. That. We go public. I get them getting the bag. I respect it. Yeah, we're going to all Super. be looking for you, too. He's going to start doing funny on niggas. He's going to funny. Nah, never Yo, Ray, I got to like, go through man, my... Ray, that's not my process, Ray. You know my process. Your process? Hey, you got a process? You ain't no process. A bag has never changed me, man. I had hella publishing deals. But I think I think money changes all of us, but I think I think the only way to really like be confident in it is to have money flowing for a long period of time. The worst kind of money is the new money. That's a fact. When a nigga just made a million that first year... Oh, nigga, you can't tell. Ray, him I went shit. did a, I went did a four million dollar four million dollar JV deal with Sony Orchard, and I watched the nigga change in front of my eyes. I said, oh, "Bro, man. I knew this motherfucker was crazy. I knew he was crazy." <laughs> How long does it take somebody to change? When, like, I mean, shit. You can't help it, Tamir. So if you deal, we did. No, no, I know. No, no, I'm saying, but if you deal, we did. You would know. Limit says this, right? You know, limit says this. How you gonna act if you get that Powerball tomorrow? You know, no, you know, limit says this though. How I judge artists or producers I work with, literally, like even even when you win. If I have if we bring an artist to Atlanta, most of the time they've never been to Atlanta strip club. So I'll literally take them to Atlanta strip club and yeah. be like, I know I'm coming there with a bag. Yeah. And I know this nigga don't got the money. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure like we gonna have a good time. I'm gonna show you that I get women. I'm gonna show you that I'm a, I was a lit nigga prior yeah. to you meeting. Sure. Me. Yeah. But then now fast forward six months later, yeah. and you got a bag. Now you coming back to Atlanta. I'm gonna see how you act. How you how you mm. are you treating people different? Are you like, oh, this nigga can't be in a sexual league? He's gonna take off. So it's going that's how we we test it now to see, mm. okay, let me see how you gonna act, nigga. Cause the reality is I like, already know the answer. Me as a me as a as A and R, as a as a music as a on the business side, I'm gonna be here next 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The artist, bro, you your your time is like this. You gotta figure this shit out. It's hard out here. Yeah. I'm gonna just stretch that dog. For it's hard sure, out here. for sure. It's hard out here, especially hard out here for yourself. So let me ask you, Dallas, if you're looking at the if you're looking at the major label system, yeah. what do you think the flaws are that you like? Because you are president. What do you think the flaws are that you felt needed to be changed? Like, what's your issue with the major label system if you had one? Well, I mean, I think the biggest issue is, like you said, like, the, the return has to be quicker than ever now. It's like, they don't give you a chance. They Everybody preaches artist development, but honestly, they don't have time to wait two or three years to really develop an artist because... A whole label could sink in that time if you mm-hmm. if you developing your whole new roster. So, you know, the, I feel like the analytics kind of fucked the game up. This TikTok shit fucked the game up. I think um, a lot of these artists that have these TikTok records are not real artists. We haven't seen nobody really. All the biggest artists that are on the bill right now have been developed from Scissor yes. to fucking like you know what I'm saying. Like you seen Brent Fires, yeah. like you seen you seen the story happen unfold. You know what I'm saying. So. um I just think like with the major label system, they they're always looking for that that quick next nut. hit. That, yeah, they're not so. looking for love. They're looking for a quick nut. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. No, seriously, great right way to put it. No, I'm no, serious. They're looking for a quick nut, and when they get it, they good, and they need another nut tomorrow. Compared to when you develop an artist, that's love. Yeah, that's love. That's like I'm putting everything I have into helping you. Man, it's hard, man. I ain't, like I'm, this. The happiest I've ever been in my life because my biggest artist is the God Show. Yeah. And I know that that motherfucker going to do what I wanted to do rather than having an artist and like 
Somebody might be trying to get Big X right now. Somebody might be trying to get um, Simba right now. Somebody might be in Simba's ear like, yo, fuck you fucking with, like, Solomon ain't doing what for you? So it's like, you can't watch it. <laughs> you know I ain't tripping. You can't watch. Dog, this is the game, bro. There's, listen, there's always going to be somebody that want your shit. And if you can't watch it, which you can't, all you got to do is you have to prayer that you fucking with a real nigga who yeah. understands the game. Yeah. Like, no, no, that's the, that's nah, why I, it's it's stressful. Boy. It's, it's it's a hard job. People like always be like, "Damn, you a and r like they glorify it, mm-hmm. but like they don't understand like how much work is to put into the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd it be crazy too, cause like uh, this shit is like you eat, live, breathe this shit. Like this ain't no like you clock in, clock out type shit. So it's like even like just kind of people that don't know you, right? Like say I'm in the studio, right? I could be. Had a long day. I've been in the office all motherfucking day handling. I might be in the studio drinking, smoking, listening to music. And someone I ain't never met before is like, damn, that's what A&R's do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just be in the studio yeah. smoking and drinking, listening. Like, but they don't know mm-hmm. the you, fucking whole yeah. 80% of your day before you even got it's to that point of your you day. Actually you know take, what I'm you saying? actually winding down yeah, right I'm now. Like, I'm, I'm like, chilling hey, now, nigga. Like, had a full I'm about day. to have a long like, day. <laughs> He's all fucking like, man, I can do what that nigga do. Shit, you just smoke and drink and mm-hmm. tell the artist that shit hot. For sure. <laughs> it's like, like letting somebody, like let somebody live in your house. Right. Once they and live in your house, you once, they expo- once they see you in the kitchen with your shoes off, I'm dead serious. It's like, Relax. you're human. Like, mm-hmm. right now, someone sees Dallas that like or Juju, they're like, man, this dude can change my life. Like, that's a different level of yeah. like godliness. Like, it's almost like, thank God I met you type shit. Yep. But the minute that you get comfortable and you might, you know, it's like figuratively speaking, take the wig off and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. They're like, this motherfucker wear a wig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Hold on. You mean to tell me you heat your shit up in a microwave just like me, nigga? Yeah. Your mama tripping on you just like mine, nigga? They start seeing. But it's like you can't lose respect for the position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the reason why I love Dallas so much is because I he ain't got to tell me what he deals with. He a light-skinned nigga with curly hair, money, and jewelry, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> He's signing dirty, dingy niggas. <laughs> they already don't like the nigga. Cause, and then they get light-skinned. Then they look light-skinned now. Now they got money now. They got good shit now. Now they looking at him like, nigga, I got more than you. Nigga, sit down. Oh, They're like, mm-hmm. nigga, hey, it's like a great artist understands a great coach. Yeah. And we all are praying for an artist that gets a great. Like, Teron is my one. Yeah. He's my one. That nigga, he'll be in the room with. Nigga, Jimmy, we've been in the room with Jimmy Iovine and played a song. And literally, Jimmy is, he's playing it for Jimmy. And I'm sitting in the corner and he's like, Ray, what you think? Yeah. He don't give a fuck what Jimmy thinks. Yeah. But he also knows Ray is the person that got to go fight for me. Yeah. So that's why he I'm going to do it. empower you, yeah. Yeah, he empowered me, but that's yeah. so rare. Yeah, it's rare. It's, and not only that, it's driven in that Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality. Because some niggas is happy to, like I was just talking about this yesterday. Some niggas get $25 million and they like, nigga, I made it. Yeah. And some niggas get 25 million and be like, I want 100. Yep. Dallas, what I got to do get to 100? Yeah. And then you got, then Dallas comes in and coaches you how to get there. But then Dallas is looking like, this got $25 million? What, nigga? And your manager, that nigga ain't do shit. And he got 5 million. I managed million. you, nigga. I managed you, nigga. <laughs> Damn. Nigga, most of these artists don't even need managers. They, dog, they don't, no, they don't. Managers is, you, if you can get a glorified assistant. And get the same shit done. Yeah. Who do I send the emails to? Who do I make shows on point? I was, Dallas, no, I was a manager, nigga. Like, Dallas yeah. was an A&R. Dallas yeah. was, brother didn't know that Dallas was pulling up to my studio. Like, I need a record for brother. They don't know that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jules Santana don't know Dallas was in the studio trying to get beats for him. Nigga, that's my day. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nigga, you got like, I could have spent my day doing something else telling you I did that. Facts. Nigga, I'm actually Facts. doing it. I know he did it because I seen him do it. And he's rare. Some A&Rs, especially my shit, they just drop the artist off and leave. Man. I, you be, know it. I'm picking it up when it's ready. It be fucking me up sometimes because I like to see um, artists in some session. I be like, where's your A&R? Like, them motherfuckers don't never be there. And it's crazy. I could be there every session, nigga, if I miss one. Where my A&R at? Yep. I'm like, this nigga Dallas, man. This nigga, he ain't even do the trip with me. He ain't okay. like, oh, They see man. an Instagram story now. Like, now they know what you're doing. Nigga. Not you having fun on Instagram while not I'm you, oh, Not nigga, you living I, your oh, life. You can't do the Insta. You can't do. I, I learned that early. Like, I can't Don't even. I can't even. Work. They get mad with you with your kids sometimes. Yeah. Then nigga, I'm trying to help you take care of your baby. Don't be in the middle of the album cycle. You say I gotta go see my grandma, and, and your grandma lives so exotic. They like this nigga at the beach. Man, I, don't post, so I don't post shit, nigga. Can't post uh, that shit, bro. It's a- then it, even like coworkers and all, like because yeah. like you make a lot of more money, like as A and R's than a lot of people at the label. So you know when them niggas secretly hating on you. You'll be like, why is my project not like? What's going yeah. on with this? Like, oh no, nah, he ain't lying. I went to vacation. They be like, oh, these motherfucker, they just jealous. No, nah, everybody in the company. Excluding the AR has to sit at a desk. Yeah. AR promo guys. Promo guys have more fun than everybody, by the way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Their job is to spend they money. They get the record. They get the and record go, and, go and take the artist. We're going money. to Magic City tonight. It's yeah. promo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I had this backwards because I'm looking at as a as a as a mill, right? So I'm looking at as the AR is kind of like the chef. And then the man or is it AR is the father. The product manager is the mother. Okay. Yes. The mother, the father makes the baby with the mother, but yeah. the mother has to stay home with the baby and, and nurture the baby. Yeah. Okay. Product, product managers, and not only that, pro, they're the mothers, but they got to report to the father, grandmother. Yeah. They, they got to report to the father, mother. So now. The label's the grandmother? No, okay. I'm saying Dallas signs an artist. Mm-hmm. Dallas can be in the studio. Dallas can literally not go to the office for a week and be like, I was in Atlanta meeting with producers. Yeah. Product managers can't do that. Yeah. They got to have a reason. They got to have a reason to do that. Yeah. And you got and also they don't have to have reports. Product managers do. Yeah. Like Dallas could say, I put him in with Timberland, we ain't getting nothing. Cool. You put him in with Timberland, that's a big thing. Yeah. A project manager gotta say, I put him in with Timberland. Here's the uh how you much came this. from it. I spent this. Yeah. The artists want to do this, they have to do that. So yeah. on, and then on the flip side of that, if Dallas goes back and says, Hey, I got this record with X, Y, and Z. They want to know the process of how that record. They don't give a fuck how the process of the record got done. They just be like, "Oh, he got that record. Say mm-hmm. less. It don't matter. They, what Dallas, he could, get it, it don't matter what he can do. He could like. It don't matter what he does. As long as he has the music and he signed the artist. So the A and R is always the person that the entire music industry oh, is man. jealous of. Yeah. Only people that are not jealous of the A and R in the music business are successful artists and managers. Mm. Yeah. Those are the only two months. Even, even promo guys are a little jealous. Like, <laughs> promo guys are a little yeah, jealous. Because get all the shine. Because they can change, because you can change somebody's <laughs> life. So the, so the chick is like, a chick can't meet a promo guy and be like, my son rap, can you help him? He got to call Dallas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dallas can, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a whole lot of, it's like the A&Rs are like, everybody wants to be A&R. With the quarterbacks. And yeah. odds of the shit. And they don't have to follow no rules. They can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, they call they me, they 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 call me the A&R artist. <laughs> they, no, they can, though. You know They, they call me the A&R artist. A&R artist, exactly. That's a fact. Yeah. A&R artist? Project managers have to quarterback digital team, publicity oh. team, everybody. They got to put the plan together. They got to put the plan together. Yeah. They got to execute yeah, the videos, plan. They take, everything. by the way, they take the artist and they can blow the artist up. Dallas can sign somebody. See them once a month. The project manager does all the work, and when it's time for the success, three million times platinum, four million times platinum, the trade magazines are only shouting out Dallas. Yes, okay. 
That's why nobody. You know, I ain't lying. Like it's like the project manager might get a. He got to shout the project time. manager out. The project manager don't well, like get nothing. The project manager get a nice it's little a hard bonus. job, though. I baby. ain't say bonus. I didn't say they don't get a it's bonus. Tough. I'm saying they don't get the credit. They don't, don't get the credit. That's why Latrice had to step out of her shit. Latrice really, Latrice really handled Future when I was at Epic. Latrice handled Future and Khaled. She was a project manager. Yeah. She never got the credit that she, like, publicly. She, everybody yeah. who knew, knew. But I'm talking about when the trade lines are, like, blowing you up. Like, when the box is blowing up, they're saying, <laughs> Kaiser, Julie, Craig, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. They're not saying Kendra. Is Kendra a project? I only know the Yeah, she was. Kendra. They need, I didn't even know that. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, like, Kendra handles Bruno Mars and them. It's like, you don't yeah. even hear about her. And she does all the real work. It's fucked up, by the way. Oh, it but it's the game. Damn. Agreed. Okay, so before we get into playing games, I want to ask one more question. Um, when you got low, at, when you got let go after your first big label job working a and on the Joel Santana project, yeah. Um, what was your mindset on how to move forward? Like, how do you still build confidence after kind of? I was depressed for a little bit when I first like because um I got a opportunity. You got to understand, I was twenty four. I'm from Flint, Michigan. Fucking at Def Jam, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking in meetings with L.A. Reid, Khaled, Tricky and Dream, Lenny Yes, boo. I'm like, That's nigga, I'm like, That's what the time. fuck That's is like going on? Ever. I'm living in New York City. I got a corporate car. I'm eating different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm like, this shit like. is what? And then, then you get fired. <laughs> they pull that rug from under you. And you like, damn, I ain't even save no money. Oh, my God. Oh, oh you thought it was God, coming What's going to happen? Then, um, so I kind of like had to brush myself off. I had to, um, you know, stick to what got me there. And that was my relationships. And, um, I spent a lot of time in the studios and with producers and it was crazy. Like my core friend group at the time was Hit Boy, Chasing Cash, Don Cannon, Mar, like Esther Dean, like all these people that I'm just around every day. So now I'm getting records. So when I get invited to a meeting or like, you know what I'm saying? I took a couple of interviews. They're like, well, what, what kind of records you got? I'm like, well, I got this. A hip boy. And they point. like, the fuck? You just got this in your <laughs> fucking computer? I'm like, yeah. I mean, they fuck with me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I was able to get another job. And I remember like it was yesterday. They, they hired me at Warner Brothers. And I had a relationship with Ross. And the first day on the job, I was like, Ross, I ain't trying to get fired from another motherfucking job. <laughs> Bring this Maybach shit over here. It ain't shit going on over here. I was like, you could, because it was a bidding war. I was yeah. like, you could go to any major label, but you'll be focused here. I'm like, nigga, yep. they'll focus on all your shit. Yep. Ross was like, come meet, bring your boss and come meet me Saturday. Mm. I'm like, man, that shit was done in two weeks, nigga. That shit was. And then it, it kind of hit out the park immediately, right? What? Like like a boss hit like so a boss. fast. Man, we had, we had number ones out the gate. We did the self-made compilation. We were the first one to do vlogs. Yep. Like, we were the first one to start putting content out everywhere. Mm -hmm. Motherfucking Wale. I mean, the first record we did was fucking Lotus Flower Bomb. Smash. Like, out the gate. Like, I'm Real like, flex, oh. nigga. Real flex. So, nigga, the most played record on radio that year. Grammy, you know, I'm like, oh, this is... I could get used to this. Rod was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. That MMG days was crazy. That I was, ain't that, you front. think that was your best fun? That was your most fun? Man, what? Working on Dream Chasers 2 with Meek in L.A. Motherfucking, they moved me to L.A. Is that and when Meek was fucking with Nicki and did the... Um, this is early. This okay. is this is when he was... I can't even tell you who yeah. he was fucking with during that time. <laughs> of fucking, but remember, like, you said, like, Batman, I was with Robin? Just yeah. think about that. You say? Batman, Robin. You said you was Batman, he was Robin? No. no. He said in the intro, like, Batman mm -hmm. with Robin. Oh, yeah, got you. 
Robin. Got you. Got All it. Right. I got it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Keep going. <laughs> nigga, I knew like that. that day. By the so, way, I knew that. So, nigga, they put us up, nigga. I'm talking about me and Meek. We in a brand new building in L.A. He got the penthouse on one floor under. Fucking phantoms. Every niggas just driving. Bro, this shit. You couldn't make this shit up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we had a green. This was before Instagram. We had a green room. I think every bad bitch ever been in that green room what? in the beginning of LA. That's before Instagram so, hit. So let me ask you this, because I want uh, it's fun, but I want to ask you some other shit. So you got MMG, yeah. and you got it was it was more than just Meek and Wale. It was Stally. Who else it was, was there? Stally, Amarion, Amarion, but Amarion came a little later. Gunplay, nah, gunplay, gunplay. What was it? What was the pill? Pill. How do you deal with? How are you dealing with? Yeah, I'm about to say, how are you dealing with? Having two successful artists that's taken off and having other artists that are in the same ecosystem directly there that aren't. How do you deal with that? Well, first, or how was it, well, by the first, way? Well, first, you got to understand, too, like the dynamic changed so crazy when everybody started getting hit. So like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my I wanna God. I want to know that. Like, I want to know. How did it change, though? How did it change? Yeah, yeah, where you at? Oh, you was. You oh, they like, well, they like, oh, my God. Man, niggas, bro, I mean, like, because that was, like, in the beginning, everybody was brothers. Yes. When that money started coming in, them hits start coming in. What's mine is oh mine. Oh, my God. Niggas was like, well, you had to, like, yo, can we get a session? With, can we get you guys together today? Well, is there a possibility for y'all That's to get the studio like, uh, together? Exactly. Like, you had to, like, you got to fight niggas to be who they used to be now. <laughs> oh, man. Niggas was like, man, I ain't got time to do that, man. Like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> You hit a nigga like yo pill nigga record. Be, nigga like what? They nigga like, got top nigga pill fifty thousand. I'm, I'm fucking such and such nigga. Get the fuck out of here. What? Nigga go look at that pill fry. I don't think nobody did a feature on that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like damn. I'm that's, like, probably he, that's probably why he. Went. Oh, that pill just did that movie too. Nigga, a lot of niggas went crazy. Nigga, it gotta be hard when the money come and then a hundred million came and he got thirty. He got thirty. You got thirty. And nigga, like man, I got. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know, the niggas got 10 to share. Oh, and man. And crazy. Nigga, it becomes... And I, and I know that because I know everybody calling you. So I know, like, niggas is complaining to you, and the niggas like, man, I fucking did this. But, but, nigga, I'm working hard. This nigga ain't working hard. So you in the middle. You the referee. Man, what? Bro, just imagine, like, spending time with one artist more than the other. The feeling like, oh, man, that shit was just... It was... The very beginning was the best time, and when niggas start really winning... That shit just became a, a bigger headache than anything. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, most big labels can never sustain yeah. because the artists start ripping each other apart. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, what was your navigation in the building, though? Like, because I know the dynamic has changed. It's changed for the artists, but you in the building, the dynamic changed well. I'm hot now. Guess <laughs> <laughs> what, nigga? He's a winning artist, too. He fly first class. He pull up to their shows. The other nigga in the, in the studio in fucking Cleveland somewhere trying to figure out where the fuck my A&R at. Oh, they man. see you on stage with me. It's like, nigga, I'm trying to get there, too. You, But you, in your mind, you like, nigga, I like being here. Nigga, I'm hot, nigga. I'm hot, nigga. I want to stay <laughs> hot, nigga. 
<laughs> Try to stay hot, nigga. And then you get a bigger position. This royalty check look a little different, baby. And now you get a bigger <laughs> position. Now you getting promoted. Now niggas is like, I got him that job. You oh, know where man. I'm at. Yeah, like my, and that's why I was saying that's why it was so important for me to keep doing it because, like, imagine if, like, my only success story was MMG. Yep. Like, niggas would never respect remember, me. Me and you was talking back then. Remember when we was talking when you was like, I remember you was in they a They didn't place. even want to give me credit for no A&R I know, for MMG. Nigga, I, I know you told like, me that. You was like, nigga, I'm they- in the studio every fucking day. They're like, nah, Ross did that. I'm like, Ross? I mean, no disrespect. Ross is one of the best musical Yeah, but minds. Ross did it but for Ross, himself. Yeah, Ross was in he the studio every Atlantic, day. Nigga. Yeah, I did it for Warner. I Ross like did it for MMG and Ross. That's why Ross made what he made. But yeah. I did it for us, nigga. Yeah. That's and, why and, I need and what Ross I And Ross changed my life for even put me in that position, too. So he believed in me. So for him to believe in me, too, that was another, like, notch for him. Like, that nigga was like, yo, you could do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? He gave me an opportunity to run his company when I ain't had no track record of success. Mm. Wow. That's a big leap of faith. I just wonder about the, how the artist was acting. Like, oh, I, was like, I could just imagine the calls you was getting. Oh, and man. then when they want to talk, they nigga, start they hitting each talk. other bitches and shit. Oh, man. Oh. Nigga, shit gets super what? Crazy. Oh, man. Blame the girls. And they gonna blame they blame Dallas nah, for everything. Hey, blame me on you, that one. Because he knows. Like, Dallas, how did how he even know her? He <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> that was you. Linking the girls the up in Miami. Nigga, I don't even be looking at them. They don't look none of them girls in the eye. Hold on. So before we play Making a Cut, I'm gonna invite Dina. Yes, we're gonna, we're gonna come on, Dina. Come on. No, 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 Juju, switch, 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 Dina, switch, switch with me, Juju. Where's she at the mic? Let Dina sit there next to Dallas. What's we'll here? Juju, what a reunion! Uh oh, cousin Juju, cousin Juju. So, so we have Dina here, and I know because I was there those days when Dallas was intern, and he was Dina was like. His boss, wasn't you like yes. something like that? Yes, she was. Tell them the true Hollywood story. Dina put me on, man. D- Dina, way, Dina uh, is the whole reason that I'm able here to share these stories with y'all. Okay, love that. Now, so how'd y'all meet? Tell let me tell you another thing. Dina has been like a work wife that helped a lot of us win. Yes. And... The only reason why she probably don't get credit a lot is because she asked for it too. <laughs> Dina wants some credit. <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Here's what I'm trying to say. Here's what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, Dina. <laughs> like sometimes Dina wants your ass to no. know. I've helped a lot of people, and I think that's what makes it. But I, let me, can I give you your credit? Give we don't get flowers credit. on the show. You're right. We give credit on this show. Okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm gonna send you this clip so you can show these motherfuckers what you, you did. I can't wait. But for I'm just it. saying, Dina put a lot of people in the game. Dina put me. In the, in the same building as Polo and Tehran, and and she worked out deals with us to help us win. And I wanted her here for this because sometimes, like, see what Dallas is doing, guys? I just want everybody watching. This, look what Dallas is doing. He's saying, yeah, I'm on. Yeah, I'm doing shit. But shout out to this person for helping me get there. That's all we want from you fucking artists. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, just shout, a nigga, just shout me out like I did. Like, my kids are watching. Yeah. <laughs> You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't want my kids thinking I'm away from them doing some shit and you ain't even going to say thank you to a nigga. So yeah. I'm just telling you, thank you, Dina. And thank I you, Dina. You, you, I, you've done I, a lot. She has. I think like you. a lot of people don't really understand like how much of a staple she is in the culture for Atlanta yeah. on the music scene. Just a lot of things that she's been a part of. She was surrounded herself. She's always been surrounded by hot shit. Like she's always in the mix of some shit. How is that, Dina? How do you surround? How do you know? Like, like, literally, because I ain't gonna lie, you handpicked me. I, I know you handpicked me to come in the building. I definitely did. You gave me a nickname <laughs> and everything. 
Yeah. She said, I'm gonna call you Money Making Ray. You gonna? Uh, it, it was. It felt a little weird because I felt like you know, like Kuta a little bit, like <laughs> Money Making Ray. Go make me money, Ray. Uh, but it, it was I like see. it was just like it wasn't that. Let me. Right. It wasn't that. <laughs> but because I was really bringing in money, like, but we it was just really bring, yeah. We you know, at the time I wasn't mature enough. Mm -hmm. Just being honest, like if, if but yeah. I'm, but my point is that she's always been my friend, and she's always been that. But like, that's why I said she's been a work wife. When Dina selected you, that meant something, mm -hmm. because Dina was Shakira was the flyest executive in this city's history, Ever. and his right hand was her. Yeah, wow, that was yeah. Shakira's assistant. So Dina was the key to Shakira. By the way, there when, wasn't when you, a lot of check needed, writers here. When you needed a key, yeah, when you mm. needed a key because it was that was the only and they had an office here. They had an office on Bishop, so, so nigga Shakir was in the sky. So if you needed to get in the room, because it was action happening in the room, yeah, Dina was the key. Well, what yeah. did you see in Dallas? Like, tell me about so it. So the, the, the story goes like this. So I just want to make it clear, because a lot of people don't know. <laughs> L.A. Reid handpicked and hired me to work with Shakir. Yeah. Yeah, he I put know that. me in that position. Yep. And then I was running the Atlanta office. Um, the Def Jam office in Atlanta was the Hitco office, and Dallas started interning. You came from V. Yes, Big let's, V. Let's give Big Yo, V his so credit. Big V, shout Big out, Johnson. shout out Big V. Yeah, Big V was coming to so Big V, wife Nicole Johnson, little mm. sister was going to Clark Atlanta, mm. and Shakira was basically like the the uncle, the godfather yeah. to Nazila, and he was like, "Who's on campus making noise?" Mm. And I was throwing parties, trying to break into the game. Dallas was and, popping, and she and and he had V go check out my parties to make sure they was popping. Mm. Then V was like secretly watching me for like yeah. a month. Mm. Then they finally brought me to the office. By and, the way, that's you know it. That your story is even doper now because you was popping, mm. and then you still right. humbled eat. yourself enough to say. I know I need to go start over yeah. here. Yeah, I was making money throwing parties, but I knew if I kept throwing parties, I would be labeled as a promoter for the rest of my career. And I was like, you know what? Let me fall back from throwing the parties. And shit, I was broke as fuck for so, a while. Yeah. So yeah. V brought him in, and you know how close V and Shakir were, was. And then Dallas started interning, and I had to groom him. You <laughs> she know? did. She we did. had him listening to all the demos coming in. Back then, it was like CDs. People would mail in CDs. And, um, and he, he just had a star, like, you always had the star quality about you, I would say. So that's probably why I, like, was like, mm, we're going we're gonna to fuck with him, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And he just put in the work. You could tell Dallas wanted to do it. He loved it. Um, you just worked really hard. And you were out working all the other interns. We, we'll, they'll I didn't even know Shakira had other interns. <laughs> <laughs> there was one. I only knew y'all two. one that will remain nameless. We won't oh, bring that man. up. <laughs> Um, Did he become somebody that won't ever remain nameless? Do we know him? Do I know him? I don't know. I don't know. He ain't nobody? Probably. I don't really want to yeah. say, say it off the record. I want to know. Like, off the record. I want to know. Off the record. I only knew y'all two. Y'all was yeah. Team Shakir. We were Team Shakir. So um, so we just we developed our relationship. It was funny because I, I was like Dallas's boss at the time. Like yeah. I had to, he reported to me to report to Shakir. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to tell you a funny story one day. I w he did some something. He did something fucked up. I had to sit <laughs> him in my office. I was like, going in, like, you can't do this. You can't do that. It's got to be like this. got to be like that. And he's just sitting there looking at me like, okay, okay, okay. I look down. My shirt was open. He's staring at me in like my shirt. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, you didn't want to tell me my shirt right, just right. wide open. He was like, well, I didn't want to interrupt you. You were the boss. <laughs> you, I was like, you had him on. I was like, wow, Dallas. I was, was watching so the view. Funny. What you want me to do? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you want me to tell you? 
Do you remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, but anyway, that was a funny story. But so then, so of course, when Shakir passed, I felt like it was my duty because yeah, that was you should talk about that because that was that that, that kind of changed my life because when Shake passed away, I didn't really have a relationship with L.A. Reid like that because I was Shakir's guy. Yes, I was talked about in the New York office, but I was never there with Shakir because I was his eyes and ears in Atlanta. Sure. So Dina, go ahead. You go. I, I I called L.A. and I said, listen. Dallas is, you need to bring Dallas on your A&R team. He's the one. This is who Shakira's been grooming. He's, you know, I, I just bigged him up. We set up a meeting. We flew up to New York. Yep. We sat down, and I just gave Dallas all his praise. Yes. And L.A. hired him. What's yeah. your sign, by the way? I'm a Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget it. And I just I, had to make sure it was known. Nah. I, 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 she, she looked out, and yeah. it's like, you know, in this business, a lot of people don't want to, you know, they don't want to share their, you know, their relationships and give people opportunities. So for her to like, you know, think about me before she was really thinking about herself. Yeah. That's a lot. I couldn't let all his hard work and then like Shakir just being gone and then he didn't have anything but me. Yeah. And L.A. didn't really know what was going on on the ground level like that yeah. because Dallas was bringing in stuff. He was bringing in writers, producers. He was bringing in music. We won't talk about all the artists you brought in that, you know, got passed on. But like now we should talk about that. Right, I want to know. Don't start with so, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's over. I mean, it's, he had an ear. So, like, that's, I mean, that's, you that, have that ear, was 14 years ago. What, like, it was a couple. I mean, we didn't pass on him, but it got passed on. Who? Like, a little bit. Wait, what you think? <laughs> I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say this, right? Like, my first year, I don't even want to go into the Def Jam Day, so I brought in a couple people. Yeah. From Drake and Nikki. But, Ooh. um, but, <laughs> but, okay. Um, but my first year at Warner Brothers when I signed MMG, I tried to sign two chains in the future at the same time. And they won't let you. I had too much going on, they said. <laughs> that's the fu- that's another part about this business fucked up. They limit you. You're good. We don't I, need I more. had a relationship with Rocco because Shakir signed Rocco. Yep. And I used to be in the studio every day with Rocco and Future. Yeah. What? Yep. So when I got my job, I was like, I'm trying to sign Future. Yeah. And I have, and I'm fire on fire with MMG. Try to sign the two chains, put out the joint, the mixtape, and shout out two chains. That's By the way, because you did two chains, two chains. That's my bro. Too. I love yeah, two chains all the time. He's a Virgo. Like, but definitely that like it's a lot of it's just a lot of yeah. So you know, yeah. Dallas was bringing in stuff, and then he, I mean, that was just the entry point for him to do be the boss that he is now. And but, I'm happy to have a. But hand I want I want to say this though. What that is, we should all be proud because. How many people we seen that didn't get there? Like, even as I'm listening to you talk, it's like, it's crazy. Like, not being funny, I forgot you were Shakir's. I mean, I knew it, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. Dallas? You don't see it She's no more because so you've yeah. grown so yeah. much that I right. forgot you were Shakir's assistant. Yeah. And I for- so it's like, that's something to be proud of. Like, niggas is, this, to me, this is what I be trying to tell people when they like in conferences and like they're trying to get at you. I'm like, nah, get at each other. Yeah. Because y'all are going to help each other way yeah. more than I can help you. For sure. All I can do is give you an opportunity. But if y'all not power empowering each other, reaching to the left or the right, y'all niggas is bugging because I seen Dallas. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know Dallas was going to be the president of a label. No. I just knew he was Shakir's little man. And when he needed something, I had, I had, it was my way of like, nigga, let me stop. Because if Shakir hit me, I would stop. So let me stop you. It's almost like I'm going to give you that respect that I yeah. gave him out of respect. Yeah, you was yeah. like one of the first big yeah. managers to give me records. Yeah. I was. Yeah, like, and I was like, and, I, but, and, that, and to me, it's like, like, I didn't even know he was going to become that. Yeah. 
And by the way, I have to say this. I, I, I'm proud to say that the last person I was the assistant to was Shakir. He's a yeah. fucking legend. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. That's crazy. And that's what we were talking about. We were talking about how, how he is the epitome of superstar executive. Yeah. Period. Like, yeah. I wish people Fly. could see it. Yeah. Like, I, I would tell you a funny story. Tell <laughs> a funny story. So I'm trying to come up in the music business, and I was passing out flyers, but I, I had... I didn't have no clout, but I had just enough to get me in the club. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, you know somebody that's like, yeah, yeah, like I couldn't come in with nobody, though. Yeah, yeah, like, you better not bring plus you. one, nigga. By yourself. Just you. By yourself. And I was in the club, and Shakir, I don't know, it was at 11.50. And I remember Shakir was on the section. If you're looking at the stage, he was in the section to the right. And there was girls. It was popping. Perry and it was Julie, just like, Rose. I remember trying to get in there. And I remember for like three or four minutes, I had my hand raised. <laughs> Swear to God, y'all. I had my hand raised like. And then me, and I was with this guy named Michael. Me and Michael looked at each other like, because he had his hand raised too. And we looked at each other like, man, let's go try to go somewhere else, man. This shit ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> and I left, but I, but I remember mm. you had to know, you had to see it to believe it. Yeah. He and he always had some positive yeah. to say. He, I never seen him negative. I never seen him mad. It was always chicks, music, money, and stars. Mm -hmm. That nigga told me one day, he said, nigga, either you're going to have some hits or some bitches. You're going to be around me. Mm. <laughs> That's some superstar. And man, somebody tell us about that now. He had them both. Bruh, but he knew, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, that right there let you know. Nigga, you going to have to bring something. What, what Denzel Washington said, we leaving with something, nigga. He always said, you're I mean, only as good as your last hit. Yeah, yeah, he, I mean, he's always telling me that shit. Yeah, like, and I One feel like we all, I feel like we all are like students of him. Like, I yeah. found myself mm -hmm. wanting to emulate him, wanting to be like him. Like, because, you know, everybody knew the Dame Dashes of the world, but you had to be in the business to know Shake. Yeah. And if and you was, go ahead. I was going to say, and no offense to everybody that I've worked with since then, but if Shakir was still here, I would still be rocking with Shake. Nobody was like him. I would. Like, I know somehow we would be rocking. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, sure. He'd he, he definitely be running shit right now. Because he would, and I think if he was alive, and I hate to do this because I hate people say ifs and buts, mm -hmm. but if he was alive, I think the scene would be different. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he was the, he was, him to me, it was only two people in our city, like, it was only two people, Shakira and Shaka. Yeah. yeah. It was only two motherfuckers that moved right. through this bitch like they owned it everywhere mm -hmm. they went. They got love. Every room they walked into, they didn't have to announce themselves. People treated them like that. Those are the only two guys. that, I, And they both had two-door BMW 6 Series when yep. them dropped. Yep. Chaka had the burgundy one. She carried the gray one. They both had that. But yeah. And that, his Porsche, his Porsche 911. Yep. Yeah. Right around. And, and I, we were, me and Dallas would always say, like, you got to sign somebody from the bait to pay homage to Shakir. And then uh, you did. Yeah. Who, Simba. Simba. By the way, Simba is hard. By the way, can, <laughs> Super hard. can you tell us, how do you, because by the way, I love Simba. How do you stay in that shit knowing that he's almost competing from a place of a disadvantage because he's a real MC. Yeah. I mean, man, it's just, I just always believed in him, bro. When I first met him, I'm like, this nigga's special. And it was like, with me, when the game goes one way, I go another. Like, I was like, oh, this, all this, like, kind of, like, melodic. And I was like, let me do some real hip-hop shit. And I always wanted to do some shit for Shake out the Bay. He always wanted to sign a Bay artist that could yeah. rap. So I was like, I got a Bay artist that could rap. And that nigga just... He got it, though. He had the vision. He had the hunger. And it's so crazy now, like, to see people, like, starting to believe. It's yeah. like, niggas was telling me for a long time, like, that ain't going to work. You tripping. You wilding. But how does that, how do you get him? Because I feel like the most important thing an A&R does in today's world is block. Yeah. 
because once they cut a check, it's like it's like that that the, the fucking sand glass turns over. Now yeah. it's like, we, yeah. So as an A and R, you kind of either got to keep putting gas, glass, I mean, sand yeah. in that motherfucker, or you got to just say, "Don't look over." Nah, don't look. That, don't look at that. Yeah. Because they asking you. Yeah. Like, well, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. But the reality is, what you're doing is developing them. Yeah. So the yeah. so one thing about me, I'm always gonna have a superstar artist while I'm developing the next. So when you got something hot, you could you got time to develop. Yes, you plan. could cook. You know what I'm saying. So I make sure as soon as I got something hot, I start developing the next shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you got some coming in, they not they not tripping as much if you develop yeah. some shit over here. You know what I'm saying. So when Simba get on fire, then you start the next process with the next person. Well, I'm already doing that yeah. in general. I always but. tell artists like when you get signed, that's when the real work has to start because it you, it took something to get you there, but then getting signed is like. But here's the problem. You're right. Here's the problem. I believe the problem with the major label system, here's what I think they don't do. I think because of they need you and because of how their business is, they're not leading with transparency. Yeah. So when they're trying, by the way, how many artists are getting signed without some kind of buzz, some kind of yeah. motion? Like mm-hmm. you ain't, Biggie ain't walking in here and we hear them rapping being like, let's yeah. do this right now. It's no more of that. So every artist yeah. is getting signed, it's getting chased. Mm-hmm. So once you're chasing them, you have to tell them the real like, so it's like, I mean, you have to sell them like, yo, man, you sign here. Man, we're going to help with your social media. We'll help with your Instagram. You know, they be wanting to get verified. We get you verified. You making all these promises that you basically telling them you good now. Yeah. So we're not telling them, hey, man. This is where the real work starts. This is some fucking, hey, dog. I'm letting you know. Once you get man. signed, you know, I'm, you know how yeah. this shit go. That's the yeah. hardest part. Yeah. I'll tell you a story. I signed an artist. And y'all can probably figure out who this is. We gave him a lot of money. And when he was in the room, we needed the deal, by the way. We needed the deal. At Warner, we needed the fucking deal. And in order to get the deal, we had to say everything that he wanted to hear. He playing songs. Songs is dope. Music is dope. Music is dope. Then when he leaves the room, the white people in the room are like, did you really like the music? I'm like, <laughs> nigga, y'all said it was dope. I, 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 wouldn't bob my, I wouldn't bob my head if yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah. So they was like, oh, okay, get the deal. We get the deal. Now we got the deal. Now once you, it's like campaigning. It's like, you make all the promises during the campaign, and then once you win this fucking job, period. now you have to govern. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, Ray, we need to get him in the studio and make some better songs. Our first meeting, his mom, well, our first meeting, we're in the meeting, we have this whole game plan. This we're going to do, we're going to get him in, because we was like, we're going to get him in with Mustard, we're going to get him in with Hit Boy, we're gonna get him, we had the whole game plan. We was already making the phone calls and everything. So first meeting, we like, yo, man, so look, now the deal is done. We know you want to drop a mixtape and we love it, but we want to give you some more, you know, we want to give you like some other stuff in this. Mama, excuse me, hold on. Y'all don't like my baby music? Oh, Lord. Is that what y'all telling me? And I'm like, and they're like no, no, we like it. So if y'all like it, then that's what we putting out. <laughs> what the fuck you want me to say at that moment? Like as you an executive, right? At that, as an executive, like I can't say nothing. But as an executive, I could also say, Damn, I know what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. We told him everything we want to hear. Mm-hmm. We wasn't transparent with what we needed from him. So now they're trying to set the stage and he ain't going for none of that shit. Cause we in the room bobbing our heads, smiling. Yeah, we love yeah. you. We love you. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, Ray, go make a hit with him. Nigga, how? Yeah. Right. Nigga, how? Get him yeah. in the room with Tehran. Nigga, how? You think I'm gonna get him in the, you think I'm gonna put my shit that I built in the room <laughs> with some shit that and y'all ain't because I know the plan. Dallas, yeah. if I come in the room, yeah. he first thing they're gonna say, he's putting his art, he's only putting his people in the room. Mm-hmm. I don't even want my people working. Mm-hmm. So I don't do that. 
Then I'm like, then the next thing they're going to say is, is why is he not doing X, Y, and Z with Teron, da, 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 and he just forcing this. And then they're going to go to the label and be like, we don't like how Ray is doing it. And then the label is going to say, okay, cool. Who do you want then? Now Ray is out. Am I lying, Dallas? That's a fact. So, nigga, as a, so when people blame A&R's, I'm like, don't blame me. Blame the politics. Nigga, I'm just doing my job. I know we can make better songs, but who the fuck going to say something? I don't mind saying it, but y'all going to back me the fuck up. Yeah. yeah, it's tough to be the bad guy. Yeah, because yeah. the, you know, these people at these labels are throw your ass under. Dallas said oh, what? Oh, boy. Whole time they told you to say it. <laughs> Dallas said what? I'm appalled. Yeah. We're gonna give you we're, we're gonna give you Orlando today. now yeah. because <laughs> Dallas is a diss and now Dallas is like, damn nigga, like they will not stand on it. No. So yeah. I'm not standing on it. Yeah. I'm not standing on it. That's why the AR job is so important. Well, it's to important. But here's but, but here's both but here's the thing, not to cut sides. you off. Here's the problem. Everybody that's good enough to do the job, two things happen. They realize how much time consuming it is now. Yeah. It wasn't time consuming like it was like yeah. now it's a real job. Back in the day it wasn't. Like, back in the day, it felt like you were just hanging with your niggas making music. Now, yeah. it's a real job. That's I mean, back in the day, too, you could have one superstar artist and put out an album every three years. And, and nigga, you could, nigga you could Wayne Williams has worked that job <laughs> records for 30 fucking years because he signed R. Kelly. <laughs> no, you're right about Not, that. And then he got, when they fired him, the same day they dropped R. Kelly. <laughs> Tom, so if you got a superstar, got, oh, yeah. like that one person that manages that one artist, that one relationship just stays on forever. Brother, that's, that's the hard part, but let's get into the game. Are you ready to play the game? Right. No, hold on. I got to ask one more question. Game? I got to ask one more question because it's important. All right. The second part was, because I said the first part was the time. The second part is you start understanding how much money is coming in. Yeah. Then Dallas realized, and mind you, I'm pretty sure Dallas has a nice salary, but you start realizing your salary is a fucking minuscule percentage yeah. of what you made the company, and then you start realizing this ain't my company. Yeah, you start realizing that then it's like you start noticing, like, if you don't got a record, how they treat you when you it ain't my consistently shit. gave them hits. And I'm like... Even though your catalog is bringing in money. I'm like, hold <laughs> up. Dallas, even though Anna, your catalog is bringing in money right now, they Anna, still looking at you like, nigga. And it's from, like, a person that never made a song before. In their life. You sitting there like, okay, I got it. By the way, the T&E used to be so different. Fun. It used to be so much so fun. So much fun. The shit. What, By the what, way, T and E is traveling I was, expenses. I was, I was, and I was Basically, say, your corporate card. Okay, I love used that. to have to put in the receipts. For you. And, and <laughs> I had to do the expenses for Shakir. This man used to spend thirty to fifty thousand dollars a month. I missed them. Oh. Niggas, that like, was looking like I missed them days. What can you spend now? Me? Well, Dallas president, so he no, don't no, have no I mean, limit. You're different, but still. I don't want to say it, but it's, it, ain't it ain't that. that. It ain't that. Oh, but, oh yeah, that may, but that's but, but as a president, that should be about that. When I, by the way, when I worked at a label, my T and E was like my T. First of all, I didn't care what my T and E was. I'm always the highest in the in the whole company. But you're supposed to be. He used to get in so much trouble. You're supposed to be, by the way. Yeah, yeah. you're supposed right. to be. But that's what I was saying. So people like Dallas that have made companies. I mean, Dallas, you. I'm. If we looked at the books, I guarantee you. You made the Warner Music Group nine figures. Absolutely. Easy. Yeah. Absolutely. In the three years I was at Warner Records, I made them about 30 million. I know you made yeah. nine figures for the motherfuckers in the last 10 years you've been there. And you start realizing if I leave, I'm leaving with shit. Yep. And then that's when, and to me, I think that the game is there now where what I think what they, 
will lay, I think a cleanse is about to happen. And I think that a lot of people are going to, they're going to have to get rid of a lot of people because the corporations that are putting the money up are realizing we're doing good, but we got a lot more room for growth and what's missing. Real A&Rs. Yeah. But those guys can't be A&Rs no more. Yeah. You got to get those guys JVs. Yeah. You got to give them partnerships and incentivize yeah. them to work. And maybe they can help you with the bigger shit. Yeah. But I got to be able Cause I want to leave something to my kids. Yeah. I want you start seeing all these sales and exits yeah. and shit. I want to. I want. I want to yeah. sell. My, I want to exit also, right? And I think that that's where the game is at. It's at a place right now where the people that can do the jobs at the highest rate don't want to do it without some incentivized and some kind of incentivization, if that's the word, without having been able to build and own their own shit. Maybe I went to college, I didn't. That's cool. But I'm just saying, they got it. But I'm saying, though, like, so that's why the game is suffering. So, Dallas, you are a president right now. Yeah. What do you feel like is the next growth step Mm. for you? Yeah, so, I mean, I think after, you know, after I fulfill my commitment as the president of Asylum, I think I'm going to start my own label. Um, So... Nigga, let's fucking clap to that while we're not clapping. I was drinking water. I'm drinking water, nigga. That's why I ain't clapping. So, I had my hand so, in the water. So uh, I'll be announcing um, by my the new way, label um, very, very soon. By the way, when you do, whether you at Atlantic and you got a major budget or you indie and you ain't got nothing, my door is always open. Thank you. Whatever Thank you. you need Thank from you. me or anybody Thank on my you. team, my door is always open. And to me, that's how it has to be. Nah, I appreciate yeah. that. For us to win because these motherfucking major label systems, like here's the issue. Last thing I'm going to say. You have people who have done shit that have to prove themselves to the people that ain't done shit. Yeah, yeah, that's so you got people that have built. Like, there's no way in the world people like Shaw Money XL shouldn't have a label or a job with a major. Yeah, it's no way in the world. But he has. But it's some little kid that's like Shaw Money. What you working on, motherfucker? I had the soundtrack to your life. Right, your whole life. That's what I'm trying to say. Nigga, exactly. So my thing is like, just looking at that, there's no way that it's certain people that should not be in myself. But I'm not going in there tap dancing. That's the most degrading thing you can ask somebody to do. Yeah. Yeah. Tap dance for somebody that ain't never tap dance. Yeah. So yeah. now that's why everybody I like to be independent and like be my own. I'm about to say that's why everybody's yeah. going to United Masters <laughs> now. And that's why people go in there. It just felt like, you know, I, I was at Def Jam for six years and I felt good about like getting out of there and doing my own thing. And I did. I ain't gonna lie. Being, being, being by myself, obviously I ain't doing all the dinners like I used to. <laughs> right. Gotta change how you spend the money now. I ain't gonna lie. But I will say this. I love life now because I don't have to do something because it's my job. Yeah. Everything I do is the because I love destiny, doing it. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I, to me, it's like I love where I'm at right now because you start realizing how much of your life you give up mm-hmm. for a job. You start realizing yeah. how much, you know, you start also realizing, like, how much money you going to make, Dallas. Like, you be like, nigga, the most you're going to do is give me an extra bonus, but now I got to be your daddy. I got to be your manager, daddy. I got to be the referee between y'all. I got to, it's yeah. like, that shit is draining. Yeah. We have literally every executive is calling us trying to figure out how they can work at United Masters. I'm like, they're like they, they understand the life, the, cor- the culture yeah, we built. Yeah, no, that's dope. You got equity. That's, that's dope. Yeah, I mean, so those like, are those things that's important. Which, so, I got I to gotta say two things before we move on yeah. to, the, to the, the game. I want to go on record to, to make sure we know that I, I got Dallas's first job. <laughs> make sure you get that clear. <laughs> she wanted to make it, Dina. sure. Take it, Dina. Juju. 
Uh oh. You saw that epic moment last night okay. with, Absolutely. with your Dina, favorite person in the whole wide Dina, world. I gave you a shout out at the beginning of this episode. You know why? Oh, you did. Well, you know why? Point, yeah. Because Gucci was the bigger man. <laughs> he, had, crazy. he had humility to invite him on 1017. Here we go. Here we go. 20 years of trap music. He invited this man oh, to squash the beat God. on his day. Okay. That takes a, a man of humility. I didn't see you there. I didn't see and you a man of stature. Yeah, I didn't see you there last night. Huh? I, like I didn't see you at the Ooh. show last night. I had, I had jet lag like a month ago. Oh, I'm not okay. watching. I've been right. traveling. Jet and we, 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 shot, an epic we had a shoot. And I'm like, bro, I, like, I'm no, That's funny. It's I'm okay. tired. I was tired. Bro. I was tired. It's okay. You're Wait, but it. Dallas, as CEO of your own record label, yeah. right? What's going to be your first order of business? Handing me some money. Man, I think the, my, my first thing is just figuring out what my first artist is like really gonna it's gonna represent my my brand and, and what flagship. I'm trying to yeah like who's gonna be that flagship mm. artist that like what's gonna draw other artists to my label from that one artist I'm gonna say this and I know you said it here but this is a slightly different I wouldn't announce it because what's gonna happen you have to take advantage of the opportunity that people have and me talking to you as a brother yeah once people see you coming and they know you playing for your own team, they gonna, it's going to be some niggas that's going to be a little like, mm, okay. It might be a nigga that didn't get on Meek album. Yeah. It might, like, it might be a nigga that didn't get on a Wale album that don't. And he looking at you like, yeah, you out here with me. You, and it's like, so me, I always say, like, it's like when I started this podcast, I did not announce I was doing a show. Yeah. I never, like, to be honest with you, I, it was like, if you follow me, you see. And if you don't, you don't. But who gives a fuck? Yeah. And then... It also, I, I, it was originally called Convos with the Gods, because Gods is an acronym for Ghosts and Underdogs, but I remember telling my team, I was like, let's just call it the God Show, because if I have Convos, that means people got to show up, and people might not show up for me right now, because it, it feels like I'm radioactive, because I'm not in a job, and it's like, yeah, you know like what I'm saying? So for me, it was like yeah, yeah. a hater. So yeah. for me, it's like, sometimes you got to, I know, but sometimes you got to, you said what? They show up for you. No, they did later. Nobody showed in the beginning. At the beginning, okay. The first 20 episodes was me and Tamira. I, I was, I was, you didn't but, call me till the 100th No, 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 no. <laughs> but can I tell you why, though? Can I tell you why, though? I'm a Virgo. And you, you know, when right. you tell us no, oh. we take that shit personal. And I didn't want enemies. I didn't want, so yeah. I'd rather just build it. And if they come, they come. And if they don't, like, it's me telling Dallas. It's like, I can see, like, it's like, because what happens is, is people use you for collateral damage to make their own fucking move. So let's get an example. Jeff Vaughn, my brother, right? I love Jeff. Jeff's a brilliant A&R guy. He was at president of Capitol. Mm-hmm. He left Capitol, and now he's at Columbia. You don't think that there's people going to Ron Perry right now like, you gave Jeff a deal, and look yeah. what he's doing. You yeah. should give me. You know the game. So sometimes you got to take the target off your chest yeah. and just go do what you're great at and then let it come and work. Because yeah. then people come because I know how good a nigga you are, and yeah. I also know your shit going to work. Yeah. But I also know there's a lot of people that aren't as confident in their stardom like you are. Yeah. And that's intimidating to some. Yeah. Feel me? Like It's like when L.A. Reid started Hitco. Like, they treated him like... I mean, there's going to be a lot of pushback, for yeah, sure. It's gonna be, it and there's going to be a lot of people that... Is, they're not going to want to help be responsible for helping me be successful. Mm-hmm. Especially because they know you own it. Yeah. And they look at yeah. Now they count in your pocket. Now yeah. they're like, nigga, I ain't going to get this nigga. I want a piece of your master. You're yeah. like, you don't want yeah. a piece of Roddy, a Roddy Rich master. <laughs> yeah. But because you, yeah. you know it's mine. Because mm-hmm. Sierra got us like that, by the way. By the way. Not in a bad way. Oh, okay. She, she was on Warner. Yeah. I knew I was going to work for Warner. So when I, because I knew that, yeah. I stopped Teron's schedule. Because I'm like, nigga, go work on Sierra. Yeah. So that way when I walk in the building a year from now or six months from now, Nigga, I could walk in with a win because 
they know it's us doing it. Level Up came. We didn't know Sierra was independent until Level Up dropped. Oh. Because if I did, I would have did the deal differently. Right, right. I would have handled the business differently. Yeah. Because it's like, you independent. Like, I, I thought you was on a make. So I know the psychology of what you're yeah. going to be up against. So when Sierra exactly. just dropped it, we didn't know. But by that, and I also gave her more publishing than, I was suppo- than she was than supposed to because we do pop splits. So, you know, it's like to make it easier, we split everything, we split everything three ways. Yeah. But she also owns 100% of the master. And when it comes to clearance, Level Up probably made $3 million from sinks yeah. alone. That's dope. Because I know you're probably not going to radio because you're independent, right? Yeah. So because I know how much it made from sinks alone, you getting paid twice. Because you getting paid to clear the master, and that's all your money, and then you also getting paid to clear the publishing, Publisher. and you probably contribute like three or four words or five or six words, and we still, because you wrote, we like, nah, we splitting it equally. Mm-hmm. So we want to walk with 25%. She got 25%. JR um, um, wrote them, got 25%, and the sample got 25 but if I knew it was independent, I would have been like, fuck no. Yeah. I would have did like, we taking 37.5 each and you own the master or here's 10% for you. But I didn't do it that way. And that was, and to me it was because I didn't know. So once niggas know your business and yeah. they see you as a yeah. nigga that's trying to be the next P mm. or the next motherfucking whatever, yeah. they're going to be trying to block nigga or yeah, in them sure. offices hating what dollars do. Yeah. His deal been going over 12 months mm-hmm. and what he got, you yeah. know the game, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sometimes you got to just put that fucking win up. Yep. And then tell niggas it's yours and then be like, ha ha, bitches. <laughs> Got you, motherfuckers. You know I ain't lying, nigga. Right, bro. So that's some brother information yeah, yeah. from brother game. But absolutely. We have but this game we play Dina. I have to say this. Uh, I'm so proud of you and I love you. Too. Thank, you. Me, Thank you. Thank you. Raise where money. Oh, you know I'm proud of I'm you. Fucking and I love you. I'm, Dina, I'm fucking with you. But I just I'm playing. I give him so much slack. I know you love me and you're proud of me because you showed up and did the show. Yeah. You doing well, the show, mental. You doing the show let me know that we was hot. Because you don't show up unless you're hot. You ain't going to show up. Professionally make up. Dina Dina is not going to show up. If we were on episode two, (laughs) sitting in, when we were sitting in that room with the motherfucking white table and the green screen, screen, Dina would be like, who are you? (laughs) She'd be like, cute. We'll do it when I got so so much stuff going on. We'll do it when it's time. When Dina, like, what we doing? I was like, DeVito. Dina's doing the show. We're doing good, my brother. Dina's on the show. To be fair, Ray didn't ask anybody in the beginning. He was like, I'm not asking anybody if they want to come here, we'll let them come to us. So I got that's, I got people I'm that's like, ma- I got people mad at me right now. Yeah. It'd be niggas in the streets that be like, yo, I thought we I thought we was homies, my nigga. And I'm like, of course we are. They was like, well, why you invite me on the show? I'm like, my nigga, if you my Dallas ain't gotta call me. If Dallas called me and we was filming, he showed up right now. I'm like, nigga, sit down. Like, I don't, you, <laughs> yeah. if you my nigga, you don't, I don't gotta invite you, nigga. This is whatever. I'm, yeah. I want you to come. I, call, no, I called you, I'm like, it's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, Juju popped up. Nigga, I saw Juju out one day. I was like, yo, I shoot Wednesdays at three, nigga. Pull up. He's Juju only, was here at 2 30. He's fine. He's only working, working on Gucci records. Uh, huh? He's only working on Gucci Juju been getting shot all episode. By the way, cousin Juju. Hey, man. All I'm going to say is, I'm glad the beef is squashed, you know. Atlanta needed that cleanse. Mm-hmm. We did. We needed that cleanse. For the 20th of trap music. The 20th trap music on 1017. The 10, anniversary of when Tip originated the genre of the music. <laughs> on 1017. Mm. By the way, we, by the way, Wait, by the way, we want Tip the for the show. I'm asking now. I'm about to do, I'm about to do Damani, too. Damani wants to do the show, so I'm going to do Damani. That'll, that'll be dope. No, I would have showed up for you on the second. I, she, she, I'm, she, I, she ignore the nigga like she said, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> she I want y'all to peep at the house. <laughs> Dina is the best dancer in the game. She said, yeah. Dina. Shout out to Money, United Masters. Yeah. Oh. Dina, can we That's get great. tip? Dina, can you help make tip happen? 
Of course I can. Thank you, Here Dina. Now let's get to the game. Yay. By the way, Dina, you going Dina, you gotta play now. You have oh, to play the play game, game, Dina. Oh. What's the game? The game is called Making the Cut. Okay. And oh, in this game, we give you guys three options. And you have to sign someone, develop someone, cut someone. And if you choose not to answer, you have to donate twenty dollars to the nonprofit right there on that wall. It's a Creative Academy. Okay. Ray runs it. We have three kids that came from it, and two of them actually won Grammys. So it's oh. a real nonprofit that's okay. really making, that's really I getting like kids that. going. You gonna play? I'm playing. Is Juju playing? No, no, we don't. Oh, no. <laughs> He's a host. A smoke. I'm telling oh, you, okay. Juju. You know, you know, Juju's now officially a host on the show. Oh, yeah. Every week. That's our cousin Juju. Cousin. That's why we call him cousin Juju. Let's talk about Juju. And comfy. Yeah. He's here. Fantastic. Now, Dina, are you ready? <laughs> so, Dina, I want y'all to both know, it might not just be artists. It will be anything. Oh, I like this. And you so can make... You're you, not playing either. No, no. Okay. Only people play as y'all, too. Y'all yes, yes, yes. Okay. Y'all ready? And, and by the way, I'm going I'm to show you how messy Jack Dan's... Burgundy Jack is. Okay. Burgundy Jack sends the answer, our producer, and... Also, Which sometimes a host. Burgundy Jack. Burgundy Jack right there with the Burgundy on. Oh, they, oh yes. He's yeah, from Queens. Well, we know I know Burgundy Jack. Okay, so. Okay. He's Remember, very, y'all the CEOs of your own. He's very messy. Okay. Gotcha. And you're going to hear about these questions, how messy he is. Lord. Let me start there. Okay. I'm looking this way. <laughs> Let me start there. All right, cool. All right. Let's go. T.I. <laughs> two Chains. It always got to be T.I. T.I. Okay, two Chains. Rick Ross. Who you signing, dropping, and developing? Dallas, we're gonna get that twenty dollars out of you. Them kids gonna eat some McDonald's because you. That's why he gonna ask every question. So Ti two chains, Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. You going first? I'll go. Okay. Go I'm dropping Ti. Oh shit! Because he don't want to do music anymore. He's on his last album. No, no, no. We talking about life. Them. Yeah. Oh. You and plus you know where he at in life, so it's oh, not fair. Okay, you got to answer it yeah, like was, it's your enterprise, and she these are brands that you are. These are brands that I you like have them. associated with your enterprise. They're your enterprise. That was a good thought process, though. Yeah, I like where you. you. I mean, because he's honest. Like, okay, damn. You go. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's on the table. Actually, let me borrow twenty dollars. <laughs> so she um, can donate it. <laughs> so so you donate twenty dollars? No, I don't know. Let me see. Let me see what Dallas got to say. Uh, this is hard. I'm signing. Rick Ross. Better. <laughs> I'm developing two chains. Damn. I'm dropping tip. Damn. By the way, that was the best you could do. That's the best <laughs> as you could do. And if you know, you know why he did it that way. Dina? I'm going to go the same way because of the same Oh, reason. my. No, you got to say it. <laughs> the That's the only rule. You have to actually say it. Sign and dropping. Because you got to say cutting this person. Gotta say it. No, I can't. $20. $20 oh. for the kids. Hey. No way to put the pressure on, Ray. That's how you get the money. I kept thinking, you know what? I kept thinking music, and then I had to reroute oh, it. Oh, no. No, no, no. This shit gets ill. This shit gets... Let me tell you something. Ross is going to make some money. What? what? Is he? So you the real question mind. is, he going to let you make some with him? Mm. I don't know that, by the way. But I'm saying, there's a lot of niggas that make money, I, I, but they don't let niggas eat with them. We make it. Okay, good. Okay. Here's another one. I like it. So you're going to understand where we're going now, Dallas. Dreams and nightmares. The box. I'm a boss. That's targeted to you. <laughs> By the way, you're here, though, so you got to Dreams answer. and nightmares. The box. And I'm, and I'm cutting. I'm a boss. 
Hold on, so you signing? I'm signing Dreams and Nightmares. Yeah, you say you just said the name, you gotta get out. I'm signing Dreams and Nightmares, I'm developing the box, and I'm dropping on my boss. By the way, that's dope because (laughs) Dreams and Nightmares is the one. That's the culture, nigga. Go ahead, Dina. That's the one for sure. That's the one. That's forever. Um, you know, Teron was like, that's the only song that didn't use the formula of making a hit record, the box. He he like Oh yeah, he, he fascinated him. by it. He, he fascinated. talks about he like, how the fuck did he make this record? He didn't follow no formula. Yeah. By the way, the production was in twelve studios. That's okay, Dina. Mm-hmm. That, by the way, that was your right. studio say that. But Dina, we, we need the answer. Um <laughs> signing. I would say what were the three again? Dreams and Nightmares, mm-hmm. The Box, mm-hmm. I'm a Boss. Those are three of Dallas hits that he got plaques on the wall yeah. for. So, we- so I got to go signing Dreams and Nightmares. Okay. Uh, then dropping The Box <sighs> and developing I'm a Boss. Well, no, I'm going to answer this one. Just, I was about to say, I'm going to answer this one. I'm signing, I'm signing Dreams and Nightmares. No, I'm, I'm lying. I'm signing I'm a Boss. I'm developing dreams and nightmares, and I'm dropping the box, only because the box doesn't have that formula. Mm-hmm. I'm a boss. Is it to me is an instant hit? Because I'm, I'm a boss. Like boss. it's just an yeah. instant hit. So I think so. But what's funny is the formula is changing now with social. It changed with social media. That's yeah. why the box worked. So I think the box, like the reason I was signed the box, is because it fit with the new formula of what social media was supposed to be doing. For music, and I feel like we—if people kind of followed that mm-hmm. in A and R records—you would have more success. And you would um, sign it, and then I would sign. Add I would sign Gucci <laughs> as a feature. <laughs> no, I wouldn't put Gucci on the box. No. Hold on, Dina. I got one custom made. Oh, I'm not gonna. Ma- I'm gonna make it fair for you. All right, oh, this is good for y'all. Okay. Thug Motivation One on One. Porter Miami. These are all Shakir signed his first albums. Lord. And then the third one is Self-Made Rocco's album, which Shakir also signed. That was a good one. And y'all was, in, y'all was right there for all three of those. Damn. So I'm signing, <laughs> I'm signing Thug Motivation. You I'm signing sign. Thug Motivation. Me too. And then I'm developing Port of Miami. And then I got to drop Rocco. And no offense, I love you. But, yeah. Damn. People underestimate how good Rocco that album was. Really I was good. about to say you have to you, you know you know that, that motherfucking really album was good. Very good. I'm and signing Thug Motivation 101. That motherfucker changed the history of fucking rap. rap. You have to. I'm developing Rocco, uh, and I'm gonna drop Port of Miami. <laughs> really? I love it. If you listen to Port of Miami, Rocco might have had more. Ross had the bigger record, Records, but Rocco yeah. had but a more album. Rocco, Rocco didn't miss on that. He was that hitting motherfucker. Drummer boy bodied that album. Crazy. All right, here we go. Another one. This is a good one. This is a tight Pool. situation. <laughs> Trying to think where we're gonna go. All right, I'm gonna make it easy on you, Dallas. T Grizzly, Sada Baby, Four Two Doug. We all went Michigan, baby. We're gonna Michigan. I mean, uh, Dina, you had an answer too. Do I have to answer? I don't even. Dina. I'm not qualified. Then you donate the $20 to I'm the kids. Or you <laughs> I like that. I'm not qualified. Because I, I, I don't know all the music like that. Oh, fuck. You know who they are, though. Yeah. So the answer. Damn. <laughs> That's all you need. Damn. You got to know their whole catalog to answer. You you A&R, you do this. Tough. Are we getting. I got relationships with these niggas. Yeah, they really putting us in are a Are the kids going to eat McDonald's? Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to sign T. Grizzly. 
I'm a develop 42 Doug. And I'm gonna drop solid. <laughs> <laughs> look at your bed. Look at your bed. Look at your bed. Your bed, like yo. I love you, Sada. Dina, I'm, standing on I'm it. just gonna go with, with Dallas. <laughs> no, say it, Dina. I like it. Copy paste. I'm gonna go with Dallas. <laughs> I'm gonna go with da- Dallas. This is his lane right here. I gotta go with what he says. Okay. By the way, Sada baby introduced me to Skiller baby, and that nigga's the hottest nigga coming out the D right now. I got some. I got some good ones, boy. I got, ooh, on, ooh. Ooh, Dallas, I got to do this. I got to do this. Oh, my God. This is crazy. L.A. Reed. Oh, Lord. Craig Kalman. I got $20 for y'all. Todd Moskowitz. Wow. I'm going. Todd Moskowitz, I'm, I'm signing. I love that you said okay, that. That nigga changed my life, for real. Craig Kalman, I'm developing. And I'm dropping L.A. Because L.A. fired you. Oh, <laughs> there we go. It's only right you got back now. Your turn. Your turn. Dina. We look at Dina. Now, baby. No, look I'm at Dina face. L.A. Okay. There's no doubt about it. I'm developing Craig. I'm dropping Todd. I heard Todd is a real dude and he looks out for people. Man, I Todd, don't know him Todd like that, Todd just sold this company for $350. Right. Hold on. I don't know him like that. I ain't going to lie to you. This one is fair, unfair. This nigga, by the way, y'all, I want y'all to know, Burgundy Jack is a messy nigga. <laughs> if you see this one that he just sent me, if you see this one he sent me, bro, it's like. Y'all you, not, y'all he said, okay, you want to hear it? Y'all want to hear it? Y'all want to hear it? Y'all want to hear it? You want to hear it? Shakir. Oh, right. Oh, Lord. Andre Harrell. Ooh. And Chris Lighty. Oh, ooh. This is Burgundy Jack, by the way. I'm just reading it, guys. Who? Is, who? Wow. Shakir, uh-huh. Stewart, Andre Harrell, Chris Lighty. Signing Shakir. Absolutely. There's no other question about that. I love that. I'm developing Andre Huell and I'm dropping Chris Lighty. By the way, Shakira's smiling down right now. Yeah. That made that made me happy. That was actually a good question, Zach, because it made them they pay homage to the guy. All right, cool. I got a couple. I want to remind you, you're here because of LA Reed, because LA Reed is Shakira. I'm gonna keep it real. Okay. He he laid the foundation for Atlanta music business. Todd Mosco has made my my salary go from fifty thousand to about some some thousand, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Todd's. I heard Todd's a real dude, by the way. I, I don't know about the, I don't know about the other dude that, that was with. Todd. I don't know about the other dude that was with y'all. But Todd you know, me in that corner office, at third baby. musketeer, you still. Nah, the other guy. He knows one. There's oh, another okay. guy in that mix that he's a, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a hater. All right, cool. This is a little. Whoa. This game is dramatic. Corday, Simba. Roddy Rich, Burgundy uh, Jack. <laughs> you signed all three, by the way. Dang, I'm listening. Burgundy Jack, by the way. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I got to take the 20 on that one. 20 for the kids. That's the dub for sure. Oh, hey, listen, sometimes it's just worth it. Because it's going to be a take nigga. cash? Yeah, yep. no, just cash out. Yeah, Dre right there. You can do it. <laughs> but, it it's gonna, but y'all know it's going to be one dude that run that up on you saying. Up. That was fucked up, bro. <laughs> it's going to be one person up. that run up on you and be like, Dallas, why didn't you just pay the 20, my nigga? No, I'm paying the 20 on that Why didn't you pay the 20, my nigga? All right, cool. I got a couple more. I got a couple more. All right, cool. Ooh, fuck. Man, that was crazy. Nah. I'm just letting you know. I'm thinking about this one right here. You think that one? All right, Jeezy, Rick Ross, Meek Mill. Matter of fact, I got to take that one back. Hold on. Meek Mill, Rick Ross, Wale. We went MMG. Okay. He's, he's all three. I mean, he's like. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Rick Ross, I'm signing. Meek Mill, I'm developing. I'm going to have to drop Wale. You going to cut Wale? 
I like him though. He's a Virgo, yeah. by the way. Really? Changes it. <sighs> Another dog. Twelve for the kids. Oh, they eating good. All right, we're gonna do two more. I'm gonna do two more. We got like we got somebody. I'm gonna do two more. Ooh, damn. Ooh, ooh. Actually, I got three because I want to ask you one. I want to ask you. It's two that I ask everybody, and it's one that's gonna be custom to you. No, no. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the albums. Ready to die. Reasonable doubt. Okay. Illmatic. Ready, ready. Um, you said ready, reasonable doubt, and Illmatic. Yep. Dang. Marto. I'm gonna do. Let him go. Damn. I want I'm your A and R here. This is it. I'm gonna do. Fuck. I'm gonna do. Reasonable doubt signing. Mm-hmm. Ready to die, developing, <laughs> and I might have to drop a Matic. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Dang. I'm sorry. No, I, hold on. I got you. Just you just inspired oh, me. Go. Hold on. Dang. What you got for us, girl? <laughs> that was a real. I feel like person. I feel like reasonable doubt and ready to die. I feel like they they. I feel like I still listen to those albums. Like I feel like they uh, what's it called with wine? What they they age like they age very they age right, yeah. They age I saw very, some those albums. Age, like Illmatic like, did like didn't age that well to me. Like mm. it, it it was incredible it was right for it what moment. it did for hip hop and how dope. Like seeing the lyricists yeah. like that. Like oh my god, this nigga's different. Hard. But like ready to die and reasonable yeah. doubt. Like you can put that shit on now and be like oh these niggas was they painted that it's picture. All sign ready to die. Oh my god. And Keep develop going. Reasonable doubt. And then drop. By the way, that's that's probably my answer too. Yeah. All right. I know. It. I'm just letting you know, Dallas. This is fun because <laughs> you have a track record. So I got it. So it's one I got to add in there. Okay. Victory lap. Please excuse me for being antisocial. <laughs> Dreams and nightmares. He and out all three of those albums. If you're at home, people. These are your babies. Sign in victory lap. Rest in peace, Nip. That might be the. Yeah. One of the best albums. Both of them, please excuse me being being antisocial. I'm developing. Those were probably his hands on the two craziest albums ever. And Dreams and Nightmares, we rushed that album. Because we the intro, were on fire. But the intro is out That's there. That's all we got on that bitch. <laughs> 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 uh, that, was actually, that was actually a good one. That was a good one. All right, cool. Two more. All right. If you would have said championships, I would have been fucked up. Mm. I was trying to go debut. Yeah, I was trying yeah, to go yeah. first album that you did with them. I was trying to make it like you know. I hate comparing second ones to first because you know the hard the hard part is yeah that first one getting that out. Nah, All right, you. cool. All right, Jay Z, Kanye West, Drake. Go ahead. <laughs> damn. Um, sheesh. I will. Damn. I know who you're going with. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. Um. So. Signing Jay-Z, um, developing Drake, and dropping Kanye. Okay. No Yeezys for you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who again? Drake, yay. Jay. Jay. Jay signing, of course. This is hard. Developing yay, dropping Drake. Damn. What would you say, Ray? 
I think as an overall musician, like from production to Kanye, it's just he's unmatched. Man. I'm signing Ye. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to sign Ye. I'm going to develop Drake, and I'm a, I'll drop Hov. Here's why, though. Here's why, though. That's crazy. After Hov's first album, he's going to change the business and own me. Did the lights go here? <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga Hov is going to outsmart everybody. He's out of business, boy. Hov is going to outsmart everybody. And no, he outsmarted everybody with him and owns everything. That's a fact. That's a good way to So look it's at like, it. now, if you ask me who do I want to be with in business with, Jay all day. I right, want to be right. on his side of the business. I don't want to be on the other side. But Kanye's a handful. You but I, but, you, but we don't get Blueprint without Ye. Man, you don't get a lot of shit without, without Ye. Ye. That's what I'm saying. Ye is actually you don't get a, a feeder. Lot of artists without Ye, bro, bro. Like Drake's never put no artists out like Ye. Like you know what I'm saying? Like Ye done made some like he done changed niggas' whole trajectory. Like if any rapper come out right now say produced by Kanye right now, we all checking Ye out. Niggas is listening to the whole album from Facts. And I feel like Ye will let niggas eat. I just think Ye will be like you can eat. I feel like he'll be the one that's like yo. Do the Jeezy with me. Do this with me. Do this. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's that. I feel like Jay will be like. But he's going to run you down. If I'm making a billion dollars, I'm okay like with that. Jay is ex- executive producing Cardi B out right now. Niggas a flip. Like a motherfucker. Now I want to know what that would sound like. That would sound crazy. That nigga is incredible. All right, cool. Last one. Mm-hmm. All right. Cardi? Tupac. Mm. Nipsey. DMX. I'm ready. Ooh, Damn, man. that's a hard one. Never say you uh, See, wasn't that easy. Good when it first <laughs> drops. <laughs> it but I, damn. Signing Sub- signing. No. Signing you signing Nick o- Nip over to- Pac? At- I'm signing Pac. That's some loyal shit, I'm my nigga. I love Pac. that. And I'm developing Nip. I'm signing Nip. Oh. I'm signing Nip. Oh. What'd you say? I'm signing, I'm signing Nip. Pac and developing yeah. Nip. Dropping. And I guess I got to cut DMX, but I love him. Fuck no. I'm signing Nip. I'm developing DMX and I'm cutting Pac. You sound I think we got to rethink. I'm signing Nip. I'm developing Pac, and I'm dropping X. I'm definitely signing Pac. Pac, the greatest. I'm developing X. Me too. And I gotta cut Nip. Damn. And the I gotta cut because when I say that's because, like Nip, it was more about who he was than the music he made. You know made. what? And I felt and like that about Pac. Nah, Pac. Nah, Pac. Nah, Pac I get both. around. The music Pac had is both. part of him. Pac, had, Pac, Pac is both. the only one that had both. And X was such a fire. No, you're like, right. Like, you got to understand, X was like, you might take right this shit. X, like, you know what yeah. uh, Leo said? X made the you game. Right X took the game black, back, black, black and, and white. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and in a world of Technicolor, of Puff being the biggest artist in the world and the bad boy and shiny suits and I have a nigga come out with a dog and a tea and a white beater and a fucking rope chain. He had a growling at you. Growling. (laughs) Like what? Nipsey didn't have enough time. I feel like. That's what I'm saying. But like, but, but, but I think, but I think Nipsey was also, if you ask me which one of those two, I would want to go into business with. Yeah. Nipsey. Nipsey, If you ask me which one, I'm going to want to sign. Nip, Nip was, he was so smart and he had a, great heart yeah and that's what we loved and we yeah. loved his music but we loved him equally at it it's more people that love him than they love his music Pac, on the other hand you gotta his music like fucking dear mama don't, don't forget i mean california love like he has the greatest this song in rap history <laughs> you cannot and deny. it was the most disrespectful by the way yeah. and we let, like he literally said man he literally rapped about a little girl named brenda and talked about how we need to help her Yes. Because she's struggling. 
from that to I ain't got no motherfucking friends. That's why I fucked Man, your bitch. What? I just signed. And it was all made sense to us. I just <laughs> it was saw okay. Interview. Yeah, money. I just saw an interview. West Side. He, hold on. There's nothing I got to say. He wasn't the from the West Side. <laughs> and he still said West Side till we die, nigga. Like, yo, this nigga and is. he was only 25 when he died. 20, I thought he was 26. Maybe 26, yeah. but either way, that's a he's born, he's born 71. No, no. The he, impact, he was 25. The impact. He was born of June, he June 1 6. June 16, 1971. Yeah. And he died. Unmatched. Uh, and I'm picking Pac over Biggie all day, every day. Biggie was a Biggie is the most perfect Sorry. rapper in rap history. That nigga's Pac is a legend. Biggie is the most perfect well, rapper in rap too. history. Rapper. I ain't to my person. Yeah. Biggie first album had the perfect combination of hits, lyrics, MC showing his MC yeah. storytelling. When you yeah. hear his that nigga intro, made a flawless double album, bro. Bro, when you hear his intro and you hear him being born and the song playing and then his mom is like, this motherfucker. And then you hear him going through all his dad yelling. And then all of a sudden he like, we're going to rob the motherfucking train, nigga. Your mama is like, you just felt like you knew. And, he and then he playing, ended yeah. the album with suicidal thoughts and he killed himself. And he was 22. That's crazy. Yeah. Nigga, these 22 year old niggas is dumb as fuck now. <laughs> No, right. These 22-year-old kids is in jail, using drugs, dumb as this fuck. Nigga this nigga was... Crack commandments, nigga. Yeah, no, it's craziness. <laughs> Man, we need some stars like that again. I just wish we had that. Man. To me, it's like, I wish we had That's that. That's what like, you get in the game for. Like he said, mm-hmm. black ugly as ever. How, black, like, he, he no. knew what you saw. Crazy. He ain't trying to dodge that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm ugly as ever. However, right. I stay Gucci down to the stop. Like, nigga, he let you. It was almost like, yeah, he is, but he's, he does have Gucci on. And, and he does have rings and watch filled with rocks. Right, right. What, niggas? Like, this nigga's the nigga, bro. You can't beat him. He's a, to me, I just no. feel like he's the most perfect rapper. For sure. And if we look at his run, his run was the shortest. He had a three-year run. Mm. 94 got killed in 97. Crazy. Crazy. He didn't drop. He didn't record two thousand songs like Pac. Yeah. He had a limited amount of songs, but they were good. They were fucking Pac amazing. Was on a mission. Really Pac good. was on a mission to change. But he, the world. That's what I'm saying. I love him, but yeah. Nip was too. But Nip was on a mission to teach independence. Yeah. He was on a, like that's why I say I always tell people I'm like Nip's death to me. Nipsey Hussle's death to me was the worst death in hip hop history. It's the worst. Like when Pac got killed, everybody knew that was coming. I was a kid, but when Pac yeah. got shot, remember this is the second time he yeah. got shot. Yeah. So it was like, everybody's like, he got shot again? Yeah. When, when Big got killed, he was in Cali. All you could say is why he was in Cali. Yeah. Nip got killed in front of his block. clothing store, Crazy. on his block, a neighborhood he was invested in, by, by uh, a nigga he knew. Like that to me, that, that felt that different. Part of the same gang. You saw it, same gang, and, you, and, the, and the nigga shot you in a hurtful rage because he loved yeah. you, and he couldn't take... That you wasn't, you was like, nah, nigga, we ain't doing that. And all he had to do is, and he would even how he died, if he just would have been fake with him, nah, we good, nigga, we good, whatever mm-hmm. you need, I got you. And then left, he would have probably still be here, but because he was A not like, t- like right. real nigga shit, just yeah. telling nigga like, yo, that shit, that shit ain't cool. Yeah. yeah. So I think his death was the worst death in hip hop history, like by far. And it wasn't even yeah. about where, it was just about who he was. And as black men, we're taught to do everything that he did. Find one girl, love one girl, take care of her, take care of your community, employ your community. And everything he did was right, and he got killed right there. Yeah. Nigga, that made, if a nigga don't want to do what he don't want to do right, it's Nip's death. It's like, nah, look what happened to Nip. 
Yeah. Pac, we knew it. Like, you just jumped a nigga like 20 minutes ago, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, right. You know what I'm trying to he say? He was wild. He was wild. Yeah, yeah. He, you just stomped the nigga out 30, 20 minutes ago, so you knew that. Mission. But, all right, cool. Last one. Last thing, and then we done. We do this thing called credit check, right? And, like I said, Dina, we don't give out flowers oh, no. on our show. <laughs> okay. I hate that, giving niggas flowers. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. It's rooted in death. <laughs> it's rooted in death. Most niggas say they flowers when they die. Don't give me my flowers when I'm alive. Oh. Nigga, give me some credit. Because I could take that credit and leverage it and do something. Okay. So what we do now is we give y'all both a chance to shout out two to three unsung heroes in your story. Just on some respect and love shit. Somebody who probably don't get the love. For me? Go ahead. I would say Big V. Shout out to V. Big V played a tremendous role in my growth. Mm -hmm. I would say Shakir. And I would say Dina. The 360 moment. See, Dana, Dana, we're going to edit this clip and send it to you. Yeah, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm excited. Okay. Um, for me, it's Tubby because he actually introduced me to Shakir for the first time. Okay. And he, he always likes to take that credit. And I, and I sometimes I don't say it enough. That's funny. So He's going to take his credit. Yeah. He's definitely going to take his credit. Um, <laughs> Simon Gubadia, who started the studio with me. Yep. who was my business partner at the time, and then we separated. Um, and I would say, damn. Mm. Rico, Rico Wade. Mm. Rico Wade? Rico Wade really? hired me when um, to work with the Dungeon family back when I first started my PR firm. He was one of the first people to ever give me a shot, and, you know, I just love Rico. Yeah. Well, Tamira asked the last question. You, you guys will ask, ask both, both of y'all. Ask both yeah. of them. So um, the name of the show is The God Show. It stands for Goats and Underdogs. Do you guys consider yourself Goats and Underdogs in this industry? And if you don't consider yourself a goat, what would you have to accomplish to be considered that? I was, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I feel like I'm still an underdog because I'm always behind the scenes. And I feel like I'm still building like I haven't even reached the pinnacle of what I'm doing in this business or in my life so yeah. in order to be a goat you would what want to be the face of the brand or what um, would make you mm. I mean I feel like I've helped a lot of people's careers yeah. but I would want to make that a whole different level and then make a whole lot of money okay like more money like it up top notch. money. You ready to get paid like, now? I want to I think I think we're all in that place. We're ready to get really yeah, like, paid now. Like please. Yes. Give me my give me my not just my credit but the credit like the coin. The, car. the coin. <laughs> That's what I said. I want, give me my moving credit. Because <laughs> yes. sometimes you don't even need that credit. I just want the money because I worked. Yes. And I need it. You did the groundwork already? Yeah. Time to. I definitely think I'm an underdog. Um, I think I've never. I think my goal is to um, to make me a goal is like to prove that I could do it on my own. And create something from scratch and really build a, a brand that's going to be synonymous for success. Yep. Well, I'm going to tell y'all something. If we was if we were sitting across from the 16-year-old Dallas and the 16-year-old Dina, they would be like, you fucking the goat. Because <laughs> <laughs> you did it your way. Yeah. I always look at how we dress. I had one. All I knew is I did not want to wear hard bottom shoes and slacks to work. Man. I was I wanted to dress like me and still get paid and y'all doing it. So I'm I'm telling you guys, you both are goats. 
Appreciate it, bro. You too. Nah, seriously. Yeah. And, For sure. You know, on some real shit, I love both of y'all because I've seen y'all journey and I'm proud to call y'all friends and I can't wait to see what the next 10, year look, 10 years look like because I didn't know I was going to be here this long. And I don't know if you did, Dean. I don't know if you did Dallas, but I didn't believe that I could be in this 18 years. Yeah. So now I know I could be in another 20 if I wanted right. to. Just if I want to. So we celebrate y'all. We thank y'all for coming on the show. Um, and thank you, to, for, thank you for accepting my invitation to 12 Studios and coming Of course. But of course, thank Dina, you. listen. Dina, you, one thing you ain't, you're going to be where the heat at. <laughs> I want to stand next to you because if I'm with you, I'm where the heat at. So we hot, guys. Everybody was with Ray. We hot. Dina's here. Thank By the way, jobs. shout out to our sponsor, shout out to Yoko Vodka, shout out to uh, Tote and Carry. Uh, by the way, y'all should shop with Tote and Carry. They got the best luggage in the world. That's all the stuff you see here. Every color, and every swag. And shout out to Dallas and Dina, who both have the initials DM. Uh. Uh, and we appreciate y'all. This yeah. is The God Show, and we are out. Thank you. Both. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.